You're listening to the Two Fans Review Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Eric Fry and Travis Sparks. Welcome in to the Two Fans Review Wrestling Podcast Show. I bet you thought we were done, weren't you? No, we're not done. We're back. We're better than ever, mm-hmm. as Mr. Bischoff would like to say. I'm back, and I'm better than ever. Got a knack for making <laughs> things better. Face facts. All right, oh, that's enough man. of that. Wow. Yeah. What a way to start off. I know, right? Eric Fry here, joined, as I am always, by my co-host, Travis Sparks. Travis, how you been? Well, you know, I, uh, I'm i recovering. I'm still recovering. I have a, a black eye from Syracuse. Yes. Where some uh, some thugs attacked me. That's where attacked us. Yep. That's where we've been. That's so. where we've been. Not able to do the show. We got attacked by a bunch of thugs. But mm-hmm. we have an update for you on this show, and we'll get right into that. Uh, and that is well. First, before we get into that, make sure you like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, as well as uh, let me pull up all that information because it's been so long. I don't remember it now off the top of my head. Um, the socials. Uh, Facebook, two fans review, email, two fans review at gmail.com, Twitter, two fans review W1 as well. Subscribe, rate, and review. Um, we're changing up a little bit how we're, we're doing this show. And part of that is thanks to WWE. Mm-hmm. I think they were noticing that we were starting to trend upwards. And so now they've made changes. So in our time away, WWE has gone to the peacock network yep and unfortunately because of that there are no nitros on the peacock network right now yep. there are no um not all of the wcw pay-per-views there's not a single ecw hardcore tv yep there are the raws from 96 onwards but yep. there are not all the pay-per-views that go with those raws Hmm. There are the big the big ones, yeah. But the in your houses, I don't believe are there yet, yeah. Um, and all this stuff, and supposedly it won't all be there until SummerSlam. Yep. So we could have done a couple of things. We could have just folded up our tent and gone home. Yep. And said enough of this. We're done. It, it obviously mm-hmm. it's not going to work out. But <clears throat> we're not going to do that. We could have just read other people's reviews of these shows, but that's not what the point of this is. Right. The point of this it's was to watch for, it. Yeah, for us to watch to it, relive and come it. up with our own opinions on who was winning the Monday Night Wars and who, you know, we yeah. want to get through the rose-colored glasses of WWE revisionist history. Yep. We want to tell you how it really was. Definitely. And we can't do that without watching the shows. No. All of the shows. No. So, because of that, what we are going to do is we're gonna we're gonna venture away a little bit. The show will not be weekly. It looks like it'll probably be about twice a month. We'll drop shows for right now, but we're going to get away from the Monday Night Wars era. And what I mean by that is we're gonna review some other stuff. Yep. Some of the stuff that we will be reviewing uh, and looking into includes stuff that happened before we started with the show. Some stuff maybe happens after. The whole Monday Night Wars is over. Um, we're going to not try and avoid everything in that Monday Night Wars era because we, we want to get back to that. Yeah. But 
uh, because of the the network changeover, we we cannot watch it right now. So yeah, and we're just unsure of when yep. and when it'll be back. They said by SummerSlam, but and then who knows what it will look yep. like when it gets up there with as much changes as they're doing to the Peacock network. I know we've talked multiple times off of this mm-hmm. that. We don't know what ECW is going to look like. No. Because I mean, we know how they've edited out some stuff in the Attitude Era Rawls and yep. before and that Piper stuff. So mm-hmm. who knows what ECW will look like or if anything at all. If it's up there at all. Like yeah. you said, it, they, may just, they just may not put it up there. Right. There are a couple of ECW pay-per-views that are up there right now. I have not looked at those yet um, to see kind of if they're edited, if they're gray-screened kind of thing. Um, we did look at one pay-per-view that we remembered there being a, a lot of blood in a match. That has not yet been edited. It may <laughs> as, we, as it gets closer. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so this is all just kind of up in the air. But what does this mean for you, the listeners? Well... It means that, A, you can get involved a little bit because you send us some suggestions of shows you'd want us to see. What shows would you like us to review? Remember, avoid everything from the Monday Night Wars. We're still hoping to get to that eventually in some shape, form, or fashion. Um, But I'm excited for this, Travis. Yeah. We're going to be looking possibly at some Impact, Mm -hmm. some TNA. Yep. Maybe some New Japan. That's what I know of. TNA, not Impact. Well, TNA, Impact. Maybe some TNA, maybe some New Japan, maybe some Ring of Honor, maybe some AEW, some shows that you and me have been at. Yep. Um, that's kind of what we have on the horizon. And if you have a, a show or a, a wrestling event that you want us to review for whatever reason, send it to us. Send us a link if it's readily available. We prefer free. We, we would prefer not having to sign up and subscribe to something to get it, but... These are the times that we are living in. I understand that. Yeah. So um, we will share a password. So don't you worry about oh, that. Oh, okay. Don't you worry about that. All but right. that this is all kind of, you know, we're having to evolve and change. And I think where we're going with today's episode and when it's dropping today, later today, is great. And we'll get into that in a second. Um, as what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be ranking WrestleMania. Yeah. Every a lot WrestleMania of ever. Mm-hmm. Now, we probably should have talked about this before we, we did this ranking, Travis, but I have a a question for you Okay, that has to do with these rankings, because we may be off, Uh huh. and that is 36 from last year. Yep. Is it one show, or is it two different shows? Ooh. Yeah, I think it's one show. See, I ranked it as two different shows. Really? Yes. Because I think night one, night two, two totally different things. You got to look at it as two different shows. That's my Mm. opinion. But we'll get into that a little bit. Again, these will be our personal rankings. A little bit of information behind it, but uh, this is just our opinion. And we have not seen each other's lists. So who knows what we're going to end up with. But before we get into that, Travis, I had a thought last night as I was on my way home. Mm-hmm. that I wanted to, to ask you about. And it has to do with something that is timely, and that is the WWE Hall of Fame. Yep. Okay, we just had another Hall of Fame ceremony during the past two years or whatever. Didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. I didn't. I, I caught little bits of it, but because of the Peacock Network, I could not watch it from the beginning, and I could not pause it. So That's I, right. So I decided not, not to do it. Um. Anyways, we're getting to the point to where I was thinking about this who are still headliners available for this hall, these Hall of Fame? True. You got The Rock. 
You know mm-hmm. he's going to headline when he goes in. Yep. Undertaker. Yep. Vince, but it'll probably be after he's dead. Oh, definitely. Triple H. Mm-hmm. Batista, whenever he goes in. Yep. Cena. Mm-hmm. And Orton. Yep. I could not think of anyone else who could headline besides that right now as we sit. Hmm. Yeah, you're really kind of stretching for those those headliners stuff, and really, the the big names. You're mm-hmm. kind of you're kind of stretching for for some names. I guess Brock. Whenever Brock yeah. gets gets in, because you know he's going to get in, he'll be a headliner. Mm-hmm. But that's eight. So does that mean we only have eight more years of the Hall of Fame? Now I know some of the current roster will be, you know. Moving on, Daniel Bryan, I think of specifically, you know, he's going to yeah. be a headliner. I think if Punk and the WWE ever come to an agreement, he'll be a headliner. I'm not holding my breath on that one. Yeah, definitely don't. But hold I, breath on I, that one. if he wanted to be, he would be a headliner for sure. Yeah. So it makes me think who do you think could be a headliner that is not in already? Hmm. Man, that's a, that's a tough question. Um,. Not in already. Because I, I don't, I can't think of any. Right. And some who I thought could have been headliners were put in with other classes to where they weren't headliners. I think of Savage. If they would have put Savage in when he was alive, he yeah. could have headlined. Oh, for sure. Kevin Nash, he could have headlined. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, you know, stuff like that. So I, I, I don't know. Has, um, that's D-Generation X. Yep, they went in last oh, yeah, uh, right. two years ago. Yep, That's right. So, again, I don't know who's left. The Horsemen have already gone in. I guess Evolution's and probably next. And see, that, and then that becomes a problem of you're inducting some mm-hmm. of these people twice. Or three. T- if Evolution goes in, Ric Flair will have three oh my three-time gosh. Hall of Famer. <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. Like, <laughs> three Hall of Famer. And then, and then you have, like, this past year you had... Um, NWO get inducted. Oh, yeah. Sean Waltman is now a two-time Hall of Famer, but he's not in there on his own. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's not in there on his own. <laughs> he's been inducted with two groups. So I, this Hall of Fame, there's so many people that have different opinions about it and different things about it, about whether it's a good thing or if it's a real Hall of Fame or stuff like that. To me, until there's a building where I can go see it, it's not a real Hall of Fame. Right, and I don't think that will will ever ever happen. It might, mm-hmm. but there's just a, a lot of upkeep and that that comes with getting a, a physical Hall of Fame, and how much traffic is it really going to attract? It might attract some some good traffic at, at first, but mm-hmm. then and then it's where you're gonna put it. You probably put it down in Florida, where yep. our, your perform where the performance center is, yep. and stuff like that. I refuse to call it whatever it's called now yeah i I understand what you're saying yeah so it's tough to get an actual physical hall of fame and you know some of the people that that aren't in yet it is kind of a joke Mm -hmm. so you take that with a with a grain of salt so here's an out of the box possible headliner that's not in there are you ready for this Mm -hmm. lex luger lex luger yeah, he could headline. He he could be a headliner. Goldberg, I guess. Oh no, Goldberg's already in. I think. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, I don't know. He is in. He he got. Yeah, he came on really late, and everybody yep. had left because yep. it went on way too long. That's right. I remember that. So, yep. uh, this past year, some of the people who I know got in: JBL, Jushin Thunder Liger, which was 
really surprising because that was the one induction I did see. And he mentioned New Japan. Mm-hmm. Like saying this is Jushin Thunder Liger of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'm like, excuse me. Right. WWE, what are you doing talking about New Japan on on WWE? But I guess for an induction, they're going to let it, you know. Let it slide. Right. Um, Eric Bischoff, RVD, Kane, the great Kali. Right, the great Kali. The great Kali, really? that Hall of Famer. Really? Yeah. Really? He, he can go right there beside Coco Beware. <laughs> oh. As far as Hall of Famer. No. Yes. No, no. Travis, don't I argue think, with me on I this. I think Coco deserves more than great Kali. I, I'd say that they're equal. I will say they're equal. Okay. So, yeah. Now, I'm not a fan of the WWE Hall of Fame until they get some certain people in there and and like you said, and and get a physical Hall of Fame, and I don't know. Eventually, you're going to run out of inductees. Yep. Pretty soon, we're going to be inducting guys from NXT. Right, and then at that point, what what is the point if right. you're just going to induct everybody? Yeah, and what's the point when one of your main events this year for your biggest show of the year in WrestleMania has a Hall of Famer in it? Mm-hmm. And last year... Yep. One of your main events had a Hall of Famer in it. Yep. It, the Hall of Fame is supposed to be for guys who are no longer in mm-hmm. wrestling. It's yep. supposed to be their their swan song. It's it's not. And this goes back to there's no credibility because there's no criteria to get in. Yep. It's just whoever they feel like it. They need to have it some form of criteria where, hey, you can't wrestle a match for five years. After five years, then you can be eligible to be in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. Just so then that way, I don't want to see Hall of Famers wrestling. Like, if you're oh, in the no. Hall of Fame, you should be done. You should be, right. Let alone, you shouldn't be winning world titles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, definitely agree with that. So, But not all, all Hall of Famers that come back and wrestle are equal. Because right. I would say the Edge is a little bit more credible. It is world, it's a tight, little, world champion than Goldberg, and it's Oldberg. a little different situation. You it know, is, he yeah. was forced to retire young due to. Yep. But then you look at someone like a, for example, a Christian, who's not in the Hall of Fame, who hasn't wrestled for seven years, and now he's back. He should have been in the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. already because of his contributions to the business. Yep, it's just I don't understand the logic behind who gets in and who doesn't. I know it's whoever WWE feels like they are friends with at that point in time, but yeah, exactly. It's not a credible hall of fame until there is a location and there's some criteria behind who get in. For example, the Bella twins. Hey, they were part of the divas revolution, the women's revolution. No, they weren't. They were stop that. It was the four horsewoman. It had nothing to do with the Bellas. They were part of the problem. Mm. Total Divas. They got some good exposure, right? It did. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't help wrestling at all. It helped them. Well, yeah. It's true. These, yeah. All right. I'm well, just... One Bella Twins better than the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the ring, at least. Yes. That is true. So. so. I will give her that. I just thought of another headliner. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman. When Paul Heyman goes yeah, in, he could headline. Definitely contributions to the business. Absolutely. For sure, Plus, just his speech alone <sighs> yeah. would be a headline. Right. <laughs> I think we need to have like an hour just for the speech. Oh, yeah. oh, definitely for sure. 
you can't have that. So I type in WWE Hall of Fame. I think that the uh, over here on the side, the director is Kevin Dunn. Oh. The cast is just, is kind of funny because two of the people aren't even in the Hall of Fame yet. Nice. Uh, the cast is The Undertaker, Dwayne Johnson, John Cena, and the Honky Tonk Man. Huh. That is the cast of the Hall of Fame, according to Google. Okay, thanks, Google. You <laughs> obviously know nothing. <laughs> it ain't a damn Hall of Fame. It's a dinner. <laughs> but you throw the Honky Tonk Man in with those three. <laughs> that screams all of fame for you. <laughs> I said headliners. There's your next five headliners right there. <laughs> the honky tonk man. Honky tonk man. Dear God, greatest intercontinental champion. That's right. Don't you forget to it. Don't you forget. He won't let you forget it. Are you ready to move on to these rankings? Yeah. You ready, you ready to do this? Yep. Let's get to it. It's now time for the two fans review wrestling podcast WrestleMania rankings. That's right. It's time now for the two fans review wrestling podcast WrestleMania rankings, as the awesome animatronic voice just told you. So again, That's nice. These, Fancy. Thank you. I appreciate that. Worked hard on it. Fancy. So these are our rankings of every WrestleMania ever, from worst to first, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna see how we rank them, criteria, all that kind of jazz, all mm-hmm. coming up. And there's there's a lot of them here. There is whether it be. 36 or 37, 37, depending on how you look at it. Yep. So, you ready to start with the worst? The worst WrestleMania of all time. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Uh, maybe we'll have the same same one at the maybe, bottom here. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. All right, I'll go first. Okay. The, the worst WrestleMania of all time I have on the list is WrestleMania 9. Hey, that's the same thing I got. I didn't want to do it. Uh-huh. Because I wore I wore this videotape out mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and I actually enjoyed it as a kid. I understand that it's not a great show, no. but I I watched it quite a bit when I was a when I was a child, and I I think the venue is cool, but the the way it ended was total shit. So that's why yeah. it's on the bottom. Yeah. Uh- not a lot going on there. If you don't know WrestleMania 9, uh, that was the main event of Yoko Brett. And then Hogan comes in at the end and takes the belt. You had Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez. Lex Luger, Mr. Perfect. Uh, Razor Ramon, Bob Backlund. Doink the Clown versus Crush. Steiner Brothers versus the Hench Shrinkers. And Tatanka versus Shawn Michaels for the Intercontinental title. For each of these WrestleManias, I have highlights and lowlights. Are you ready for this? No more than three. Mm-hmm. My highlights for WrestleMania 9. The Steiners were on a WrestleMania. Yeah. That's a highlight. Yeah, I guess it's not going to happen any any other WrestleMania but this one. Mm-hmm. And it's JR's debut. Yep, that is a highlight. Mm-hmm. The lowlights, everything else. <laughs> Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez specifically. Yep, that was pretty bad. Hogan winning the belt. Yep, and Bob Backlund versus Razor Ramon is an awful match. Yeah, according to the Wikipedia, it only lasted three minutes and 45 seconds. It was not good. It was <laughs> not. There, there was nothing on this show. I, I will try my best to tell you to go out of your way to look at something uh, from one of these WrestleManias because all of these are on the network. Mm-hmm. You can see every yep. one of these. I cannot recommend you go watch anything <laughs> from this show. Yeah, exactly. When you said go to highlights and lowlights, I yeah. didn't put anything for the highlights. Yeah. 
I guess the other highlight is Bobby Heenan coming out backwards on a camel yes. at the very beginning. Yes. But that that would be the one highlight for me is just the venue in general. After the intro, when the announcers come out, yeah. it's all downhill from there. Turn it off after well. that point. There Pretty is well. nothing there. Pretty well. And I agree with the low lights, Undertaker, Giant Gonzalez, the match in general, but ending in disqualification yes. and Hogan winning the belt. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, not good. All right, are you ready to move on to number 30-whatever? The second worst WrestleMania. The second worst WrestleMania. According to me. According to Travis. And this is very recent WrestleMania. Ooh, okay. Because I hate this WrestleMania so much. Oh. Because it was so fucking long. WrestleMania 35. Hmm. Oh my god. 35. Wow. So long. Wow. So long. I don't have that anywhere near the bottom. 16 matches yeah. and the uh, issues with all of the transportation after the show because it ran two hours extra. Mm-hmm. It ended at like midnight. Yeah. New York time. Yeah. And. You know, it has nothing to do with with Becky and Charlotte and Rhonda. It was no fault of their own that mm-hmm. they went on eight hours for like they went on like seven hours into the show. Yeah. And so for that reason, I don't blame them. And that's not why it's the worst or the second worst, in my opinion. Um Kofi winning the belt was nice mm-hmm. and it was it was a great moment. And it, that was just the middle of the show. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. We still had a long way to go. Triple H and Batista went 24 fucking minutes. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that it should have went that long. But it was a stall and brawl. It wasn't an intense match for 24 minutes. It was gimmicky That's for why. 24 it was, minutes. It was so. It was a snooze fest it, towards the end of the night. I have never seen another WrestleMania match where someone's nose ring is ripped out. <laughs> so. Come on. God. History was made. Baron Corbin beating Kurt Angle. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. My second worst WrestleMania, and I went in a totally different direction than Travis, is WrestleMania 2. WrestleMania 2. Three locations. What does that mean? Vince McMahon cannot be at all three of them, so therefore the other two are going to stink wherever he is not. Uh, Piper versus Mr. T in a boxing match that ended in a disqualification. <laughs> the good things about this pay-per-view is that it was the first pay-per-view, so that's a, that's a positive. And the Battle Royal with the NFL players just for the pure um, right. gimmickiness of it. But other than that, there is not a lot to see in this WrestleMania. Uh, not not a fan of WrestleMania 2. The three different locations does nothing for me. It just, it, there's, there's just not much there. And like I said, that boxing match went 13 minutes to end it in a disqualification. Thank you for wasting my time. It went longer than the Hogan Bundy main event. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a nice idea, and I get it well, with trying to draw the star power again, trying to mm-hmm. run it back with Mr. T mm-hmm. and Piper from the first WrestleMania. But it's so difficult to work a boxing match yep. so and to script a boxing match, so that you generally doesn't work. No. And it, that one didn't. What's your next worst WrestleMania, Travis? WrestleMania, uh, third worst is WrestleMania 11. Ah, I have WrestleMania 11 as well as third worst. Now, I, I will look back on it and say that, you know, LT in the main event, 
he did get gassed at the very mm-hmm. end, but he wasn't as bad as you would think for his first time performing in the ring against Bam Bam. I will agree with that, but he shouldn't have been the main event. Well, yeah. That's my my thing is having LT in the main event. Yeah. It could have been se- semi-main. Yeah. World title should be the main event. Right. I believe this is one of only two WrestleManias that don't have the title as a main event or some form of title as the main event. Mm-hmm. The other one being WrestleMania 8. Mm-hmm. So... That that does it for me. That's one of my low lights for it. It's also Bret Hart's worst WrestleMania match ever. Oh, definitely. Absolutely yeah. n- garbage. And the Taker versus Bundy, second match of the night. Mm-hmm. Not a good match. Not a good match. Larry Young is the special ref. Oh. The, the only <laughs> highlights I have was Yoko being Owen's surprise because mm-hmm. it tied in well with the story of Owen wanting someone who was better than Brett. Yoko had beaten Brett, so it, mm-hmm. it made sense. It was a nice way to bring Yoko back. And the HBK Diesel match, I thought it was a very good match. I it thought was. it should have main evented. It was. So those those are my highlights and lowlights. Yeah, when you bring it when you bring in star power like that, it yeah, I agree that Diesel and Sean, the world title, should be your, your main event, but the, the star power is there in the main event. And, I mean, it had Steve Mongo McMichael on the outside oh. supporting Lawrence Taylor. We've already established uh, the great commentary of Mongo on this podcast. But if you look at it, nothing else really nothing else really jumps out. And Bret Hart, yeah, no business in there with Bob Backlund. And Pipe- An I quit match, really? And Piper didn't help either. As he was the special guest referee, and every two seconds, you want to quit? You want to quit? You want to quit? You want to quit? It doesn't help. Right. And if you remember, the the tape that I always watched was was Piper hosting WrestleMania kind of in the studio. So it was kind of weird of him kind of throwing it to the match, and he was the official, too. So... Also, Lawrence Taylor having What a Man is his entrance theme. <laughs> Salt and Peppa. Uh, and the celebrities that were there were so B-list celebrities. Oh, yeah, so 90s. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor and Thomas, Pam yes. Pam Anderson. And, oh, this is the 90s right there. Uh, Those two right there. For all sure. right. Are you ready? What's your next WrestleMania? Fourth worst. Uh, WrestleMania 27. Okay. All right. Because the reason why it's so low on my list is because it was a filler WrestleMania. It didn't mean a single thing. This was the one where The Rock hosted mm-hmm. and The Miz and John Cena main evented. This was just a bridge to get to the next year of Rock and Cena in the main event. So this was just a, a filler. And you had Snooki on the show. And one of the wor- one of the worst, or if not the worst, WrestleMania match of all time, Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm looking at it through rose-colored glasses. I'll. It's later on in my list. So. I mean, the Taker versus Triple H match saves it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Orton Punk was good. Mm-hmm. Cody versus Rey Mysterio yep. was good. Yep. But like I said, this WrestleMania in general meant nothing. Uh-huh. Hmm. And hey, two weeks before the show, I was there at Monday Night Raw. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was there in attendance when the Miz dressed up as the dressed rock. up as the Rock, yes. and I yes. at our position we were like six rows behind the announce table, and I could have swore it was the Rock. When <laughs> you he were came so out. excited, and then you weren't. <laughs> My fourth worst WrestleMania. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. It was at the height of WWE popularity for our age group. WrestleMania 2000. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 2000 is one of the worst WrestleManias ever. Why? There is not a single one-on-one match on this entire card. That's the first low light. The second low light is the McMahon in every corner main event. Ruins the main event for me. Because it was all about the McMahons and not about the wrestlers. Yep. And finally, The Rock not winning the belt. Mm -hmm. It was building. The story was building to The Rock winning the belt. And instead you put it off for no apparent reason because The Rock wins it back the next month. There was no reason why The Rock couldn't have had that feel-good right. moment. Instead, you have Triple H win, and then The Rock still comes back, and Rock bottoms everyone to send the crowd home happy. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't he have just won the title? Yeah. Highlights from the match there aren't, or from the show, there aren't many. The triple threat IC European title match is good, but it's convoluted. Mm-hmm. In that, first of all, why is the European title? Second, and the icy title was first. Yeah, icy title is more prestigious. It should have been first. And the triangle ladder match, of course, set the bar for tag team ladder matches at WrestleMania, and it would grow into what it would grow into the next year. But that's it, really. Yeah, as far as I can see. Mm -hmm. So that is my fourth worst. All right, Travis, your fifth worst WrestleMania. My fifth worst WrestleMania is, again, we go to recent history, and maybe this is recency bias of my lack of interest in the current product, but I have WrestleMania 36 last year down the bottom. Now, of course, take it with a grain of salt because of the whole pandemic Mm -hmm. switched everything around. And, you know, I technically Cesaro and Drew Gulak was on the pre-show, but, man... Props to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and the Kabuki Warriors for going out there in front of absolutely nobody. And that plan's completely changed. I feel so terrible for Drew McIntyre not winning it in front of people and beating Brock Lesnar. I feel so bad for Edge not uh, having his comeback in front of fans. And unfortunately, this just kind of got hit with the the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But... Mm -hmm. Charlotte and Rhea Ripley obviously was great on night one, but yep. and I actually enjoyed the the boneyard match. Oh, absolutely! But absolutely. But the the low one of the other lowlights was Strowman and Goldberg, yep. of course, yep. thrown together because of the whole Roman situation and yep. Edge and Orton. They dragged for so long. Hmm. It was so long. Again, we agree to disagree on these. <laughs> I like this. My fifth worst WrestleMania, it is recent. Not nearly as recent as last year. WrestleMania 33 for me. Now, your highlights, the Hardy Boys return. Huge pop, huge moment. Seth versus Triple H I thought was a decent match as well. Your low lights, the Undertaker's last, not last match. It was set up to be his last one. Yeah. It did not come across well at all, so he had to keep going and trying to find that perfect last he match. He didn't have to. He felt he had to. He didn't have to. He didn't have to. But he felt like he had to. That's all on him. So that was not good. 
Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton with the bugs on the mat. Oh, yeah. Not good. <laughs> and then Jericho versus Kevin Owens. The It should have been bigger than what it was. You had the big turn with the, the festival of yep. friendship and, and all oh, that that, that so went great. into it. It was so great. And then it's the third match of the night for yep. the U.S. title in a total throwaway and a match that after the fact Vince would say, not good. Because Kevin Owens, I remember on one of the WWE documentaries, he walked up to Vince and said, how was that? And Vince just said, not good. So, it yeah. could have been good. This I, I consider this WrestleMania the could have been. Because if the Undertaker match is decent and he retires, it moves it up. Oh, if definitely. the Jericho-Owens match is a little better, moves it up. If Orton and Wyatt don't have the weird bugs on the mat... Yeah. And just had a match that we know they can have. Yeah. It's probably good. The story that, was there. And that was like one of the first manias that they they experimented with those mm -hmm. graphics mm -hmm. on the screen. That's why yep. Orton and why it had that stuff. And Orton had that big snake that yep. followed him oh, around. Yeah, that's right. And the other thing that I was not happy with this WrestleMania is I was so wanting that Wyatt Orton match turned to a triple threat with Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee. The story had built to that because Brody, if you remember mm -hmm. the story, Orton had been in the Wyatt family. He turned on that was, them. That was a good and story. Brody was saying the whole time, don't trust Orton to Bray, and he ended up being right. But then when mm -hmm. it came time to WrestleMania, he was on the pre-show Battle Royal. Like, he yep. should have been in that match. Mm -hmm. And especially now looking back on it, considering we know the outcome of Brody's life, Oh, that would have been huge it for would him. have been huge for him. Mm -hmm. And he deserved it, and he earned mm -hmm. it with the, the writing there. So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Next worst WrestleMania, Travis. The uh, This is the number 31 rank, okay. and so I got WrestleMania 5 here. Okay. Uh, if you look at it, everything else really is filler. Mm -hmm. uh, Rick Rude and Ultimate Warrior was, was okay with the, the star power. Uh, Jake Roberts and Andre... Wasn't a technical masterpiece, but it had the story of Andre being terrified of the snake. And, of course, the mega powers explode. But everything else really was kind of kind of filler. Yeah. And so uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the second time around in Trump Plaza. So I, I got down on the list. I agree with you on that. It'll be on my list in just a little bit. My, my next worst one I have is WrestleMania 7. WrestleMania 7, um, the good things are Warrior Savage. It's a great match, oh, yeah. great drama. It's also the start of the streak, so that makes it, it important in that regard. Yep. But 20 wrestlers who were on the show are now dead. Wow. That's not good. All the war stuff that they had to tie in the Americanists, mm -hmm. not good. Jim Duggan is on commentary for a couple matches. <laughs> I forgot about That's that. That's not good. I forgot about that. Lord Alfred Hayes is on commentary with Gorilla Monsoon. It's not that great. And then you have two unknown Japanese wrestlers wrestling a shell of demolition. Yep. Not good. It's yeah. not good. And that's also another WrestleMania that could have been. Because oh, Because yeah. it wasn't supposed to be there. It could have been at the Coliseum. There is no way it would have filled the Coliseum. <laughs> no. No. Sergeant Slaughter on top? No. No. Mm -hmm. Again, but... I'm sorry, they, they could were have threatened with bombs. Yeah, and also they could have the, uh, the other match. Do you think the Hogan and Warrior rematch again would have would have filled it? 
Me personally, I think Hogan Savage rematch would have filled it. Mm. Yeah. But a, a Hogan Warrior match where... With, with Warrior as the heel, not the face versus face thing. No, Hogan is the heel. I know Bruce has said on his podcast, that's what he wanted. Hmm. He wanted to pitch Hogan heel back in 1991 and, and go with Warrior. Right. And I think... Hey, Hogan, I guess that could have worked. Hogan cheating to beat Warrior the second time? Right. I think that'd be good myself, yeah. but... Yeah. What do I know? I'm not a yeah. booker. The, those two would have filled the Coliseum. Oh, I think so. I think so. So uh, my next WrestleMania, this is uh, number 30 on the list. I got WrestleMania. I know this is uh, Uh-oh. This is kind of a, a sweet spot, at least the two people on top. I got WrestleMania 15. 15? Yep. Hmm. Besides the, the Austin and Rock stuff, the, the main event, Everything else, I'm not a huge fan of at all. And uh, Triple H turning heel, eh, wasn't a fan of it. And Boss Man being hanged, yeah, in the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and then you also had the going on with the Triple H turning heel. First, you had to have China turn face earlier in the night, and then the two of them together turned heel. Yeah, it was just total convoluted <clears throat> swerve right. for the sake of the swerve, bro. Yep. So yep, exactly. We'll we'll see that and one. And it had and it had brawl for all. Ugh. <laughs> you mean the time where Bart Gunn got knocked down? The ref went, ah, get up, you're go at right, it again. Go at it again. <laughs> you're fine. Gets his head knocked off like a rock'em sock'em right. robot. Yeah. <laughs> My next worst WrestleMania is WrestleMania four. WrestleMania four now. Savage being crowned champion. Great, great moment needed to happen. The Andre backstage promo with Bob Euchre where he chokes him. That'll live on in infamy oh, yeah. forever. Yep. But your lowlights, it's too long. It's just too long. It's the 16-man tournament. We didn't get a Savage Steamboat rematch, which could have happened in the second round of that tournament, which I think really would have helped the show and give it a great match mm-hmm. that you just had a year before, but I'm sure people would have loved to see the rematch. And then the main event of Savage winning the belt, at the end, it's all about Hogan. Yeah, he does come out. He comes out. He interferes. He he has the chair. He hits DiBiase with the chair while Savage is in the Million Dollar Dream. And then when Savage is winning and holding up the belt, what does he do? Hogan holds his hand up, too, and points to him and just give Randy his moment. Yep. And I know part of that may have been playing the seeds for next year already. Yeah, definitely. Could have been. Definitely. But. Give him his moment. Because they, back then, they would look that far ahead. They would. I'm not saying they wouldn't. But Man, that, is, that is good to plant the seeds The, the there. rest of uh, that card. And they're trying to, trying to get the rub off of Hogan's star power. But, yeah, I, I agree. He doesn't need to be so heavily involved in there in the main event. And it was too long. Yeah. It was just there were 16 matches on that card. Yeah, Some of the I think it's coming up on my list. The soon, matches so. are just ridiculous. So mm-hmm. there you go. And uh, my next WrestleMania is, uh, we've already talked about it a little bit, but I have a little bit higher on the list than you. I have WrestleMania 2 right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with you that the three different locations didn't work for me because it pulls away Vince from, from Jesse. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the, the combination, and Jesse and Elvira yeah. were on commentary for <laughs> some matches. So wasn't a big, huge fan of that. And, like... 
I, I was surprised that Vince wasn't even at the one where uh, Hogan was. No, he was in he was in New York, New York, and Hogan was out in Cali, yeah, and then there LA. was no one in Chicago. Right. Like, and that's the thing that always got me about too is WrestleMania works because Vince is there and able to control it. He mm-hmm. can't control it from New York. What's happening on the West Coast? Right. And you know, Dick Ebersol, who was part of that whole thing that 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 made that happen and he was he was helping he said the only issue with wrestlemania 2 is you couldn't have three vinces mm-hmm. and that's what you needed yep. is to have a vince at everyone because there was no point guy yep so. that's true and i i did enjoy the the celebrity battle royal it wasn't bad it was, it, it was fine not good match quality but no. what do you expect out of a battle royal? Mm-hmm. right my next wrestlemania is one that you just mentioned one ago and that's wrestlemania 15 um, obviously hanging boss man from the cell and the cell match in general, not good, not good. Uh, the convoluted IC title match because they were building up for months, Billy Gunn and Ryan Shamrock and Val Venus and gold dust. And then at the last minute they throw road dog in there instead of Billy Gunn and Billy Gunn gets moved to the hardcore title match where road dog has been for the past couple of months. Yeah, it was again, let's swerve for the sake of the swerve. No reason. And then the tag title match, which was Owen and Jeff Jarrett versus D'Lo Brown and Test, who have never teamed together, but they won a pre-show battle royal, yeah. so they got to team together. That shouldn't be on a WrestleMania card. Mm-hmm. That, you want to do that at a in-your-house? Fine. But not WrestleMania. Not mm-hmm. two guys who've never teamed together. The highlights, Austin winning the, the belt, obviously. And the Shane versus X-Pac match until the end was yeah. pretty good for Shane's first match. Yeah, I thought you did a pretty good yeah. job, but yeah, yeah, I'll agree. I'll agree with that. And also, we, uh, another highlight that we didn't talk about was that uh, Jr. came back for yes. that Stone Cold and Rock main event. It was Michael Cole doing mm-hmm. the show up until then, and he had been doing commentary because uh, Jr. was dealing with his uh, cerebral palsy. And that's another reason why it's so low on the rankings for me is because Michael Cole was on commentary, <laughs> right? And and this is kind of a little bit of a spoiler alert but i've noticed as we went back and did this the attitude era as well as it's known did not have good wrestlemanias right it had a good beginning and a very good end but as far as wrestlemanias go they weren't that great Mm -hmm. so right What's your next one, Travis? Uh, my next one is we've already talked about it a little bit. WrestleMania four. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe I, I get the the story they were trying to tell with uh, DiBiase having a buy because of the Andre and Hogan, and that's another low light and why it's so down on the bottom. Because <clears throat> excuse me, the match was the rematch was disappointing from from yep. the year before. I know they couldn't capture exactly that but it ended in a double dq so that allowed dibiase to get the the buy there i almost and i know you don't want andre wrestling multiple times and hogan probably doesn't want to wrestle multiple times but why couldn't you have had a semifinals of hogan dibiase and andre savage savage Ah. beats andre And then Andre costs Hogan, so then it sets up DiBiase Savage. Mm -hmm. Because Savage faced one-man gang in his semifinal match. Swap out one man, put in in Andre. Right. That makes sense, and it builds suspense, because maybe you will get Hogan. I know they wanted to have Hogan-Andre rematch. Yep. That's the whole point. I get that. But you're going to give it to us as the fifth match on the card? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And then you're not going to give us a finish? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Like, yep. No, I don't want that. And another highlight would be Savage winning the title, but having different attires for every single yes. one of his matches. Him that was and a nice, Liz. Him and, yeah, yeah. They both switching out costumes. Change. Yes. It was very nice. Nice touch. I did agree. I did. <laughs> I did like that. My next WrestleMania is 26. WrestleMania 26. Your highlights, Undertaker, HBK, although not as good as 25. Sure. Still the best match on the card. Ray versus Punk, also very good yeah, match from good. that card. But uh, the rest of the show, not great. Brett versus Vince, not yeah. good. Triple H versus Sheamus, not good. And Edge not winning the belt from Jericho in his return, yeah, not good. Right. Um, my next uh, one on the list that I have here, this is 27 on my list. It's WrestleMania. We talked about it before, I think. Mm-hmm. No, we have not. Okay. So it's WrestleMania 34. Okay. Another WrestleMania that I hated. Mm. You had Nicholas winning yeah. the tag titles. The opener was great. Mm-hmm. Rollins, Miz, and Balor for the IC title. Mm-hmm. Uh, another low light is uh, Flair beating the streak of Asuka, and then that's kind of when the decline of Asuka and the main roster kind of started. So I wasn't a big fan of that. I actually was kind of a fan of the Undertaker and Cena stuff. Uh, Taker coming back and squashing uh, Cena and the uh, thing of they told Cena that when he was sitting at ringside that he's here mm-hmm. and he jumps up and goes back and starts yep. running to the yep. back of that. That was that was pretty funny. Uh, Daniel Bryan returning, but. Again, this was another one that was kind of long, and also the main event mm-hmm. was dumb. Yeah. I hated the main event. And, of course, AJ and Nakamura not living up to expectations because we set the bar way too high. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's another reason why I hated this mania. And, again, we agree to disagree. My next WrestleMania is WrestleMania 5. WrestleMania mm-hmm. 5, too much filler. Uh Bushwhackers versus Rujos is an awful match. <laughs> Heenan wrestling the Red Rooster is yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Um, the good things are the build to Hogan Savage in that match. And mm-hmm. also, WrestleMania Five is the debut of Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. it's got to have some significance in that point. But other than that, get yeah. out of here, WrestleMania Five. Yeah. Did you have five on your list already? Yeah, we talked about it. The other thing, that. you made me think of, you made me think of it, is... You were talking about the the Andre Jake stuff. Mm-hmm. Big John Stud being the referee. Why? The history with Andre, I guess. <laughs> then have him face Andre. I I don't know. I don't uh, know what else to tell you. That's my. This also <laughs> that's had my the, only the classic Dino Bravo versus Ronnie Garvin match that would build to a feud that was a year in the making that went three minutes at WrestleMania. Four, All right. 14 matches. Uh, rest, uh, a year in the making. Oh, yeah. It goes that long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, this was the start of it, Travis. Oh. It, it will go It will go further. So. Gotcha. What's your next WrestleMania? Uh, you already had it. WrestleMania 2000. Mm-hmm. Rock not winning the title. I enjoyed the hardcore uh, craziness yes. that was kind of... Can you call it a battle royal? No, that's what the uh, Wikipedia said. That's what like, it that's, that's not right. It was it was kind of like yeah, 
hardcore gimmick multi hand match. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed it. It wasn't bad, but and yes, the the triple threat ladder match was awesome. But every and the triple threat was good with Jericho, Benoit, mm-hmm. and Angle. But yeah, too much McMahon's yep. in, in the main event, and uh, and unfortunately, Rock went in takes it way down not not to mention the the other thing neither one of us talked about was the weird tag match with kane teaming with rikishi to take on x-pac and road dog in a feud between mm-hmm. kane and x-pac that had gone on for i think five months by that point it's like kill it yeah. be done the month before they had a last man standing match mm-hmm. or a cage match now you're gonna just have a, a tag match with a random rikishi Mm-hmm. <laughs> a wild rikishi yeah. just comes in china teaming up with too cool yeah. what is that take on the radicals it's, it's weird i mean it's basically just to get interaction yep. with china and yep. eddie but yep <laughs> my next worst wrestlemania is wrestlemania one. Oh, really the first one yes wow uh obviously the main event it stands alone. It'll stand the test of time as being the first ever main event. This show in itself being the first, risking everything they risked on it, and the celebrity involvement of Muhammad Ali and the Rockettes and yep. everyone involved. Mm-hmm. However, from an actual match perspective, Bundy versus SD Jones does not need to happen. Get it off my TV screen. The women's title match. you got to build up Bundy for next mania for Hogan. You have an entire year to do that. <laughs> don't waste. I know you're only wasting less than a minute exactly. of my time, but it's still, I don't want it. The women's title match, don't want it. I understand with Cindy Lauper being there, that's the only reason. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a good match. And finally, you had an IC title match that ended in the countout. At your first big show, mm-hmm. end it. Right. Plus, the ghost of Bruno San Martino getting involved. Right. Uh, it's in New York, baby. He got the MSG. biggest pop of the night. Well, of course he did. It's MSG. But that's the problem. He's not wrestling. <laughs> Maybe he should have been. <laughs> How old was he at that point? He was too old. He was too old. The rest of that card, like I said, not not that great in my opinion. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that one's just like historic value. Yeah, oh for, yeah, for me. So yeah. that's why it comes a little later. We have another. WrestleMania recent, and okay. we talked about it a little bit before, but it's a little higher on my list. WrestleMania 33 yep. should have been Undertaker's retirement. Yep. And the uh, Lesnar and Goldberg bumping Owens and Jericho, one of the best feuds to yep. the second or third match on the card. But of course, the Hardy Boys coming back, that pop was amazing. It was, but. Yeah, it couldn't make up for everything that was wrong with that show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I My, thought Rollins and Triple H went a little too long. It did. Because Triple H has to have a 20-plus-minute plus match. match at yep. Mania and have an epic entrance. Yep. So And Rollins, who was kind of injured in that match. Yep. And so still going 25 minutes. Yep. Crazy. Yep. Uh, my next, I guess I should quit saying next worst because it sounds like we're going from best to worst. So I'll say my next best WrestleMania is eight. WrestleMania eight. Um, Brett versus Piper. <clears throat> awesome match. Check that one out. Flair Savage. Awesome match. Check that out. Awesome story. Awesome story. Ray Combs doing the uh, little intro for the eight man tag. I thought he was very entertaining as well. But Hogan Sid is the main event. Get out of here. 
Papa Shango missing his cue for that main event, <laughs> having Sid kick out of the leg drop. Get out of here. And Owen versus Skinner. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> get out of here. And the fact we didn't get Hogan Flair at yep. this WrestleMania yep. has to lower it for me. Yep, exactly. What another what could have been. Yep. What coulda should have been. Should have been. I'll have another something to say about that. Oh, I'm sure you will in my list. Uh but again, here we go. I- I'm sorry. Another thirty WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania thirty two. Hmm. Again, another long show. Uh we had some people lose that shouldn't have lost. Yeah. We had the New Day. They had no business uh losing to uh, the League of Nations, only to set up the Legends coming out at the very end of the match to take out the League of Nations. Uh, Zack Ryder winning the IC title in the first match was great, but he lost it the very next night. So yeah. what good did that do? Mm. Uh, Lesnar and Ambrose was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the triple threat with Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha was fantastic. And... Shane and jumping off the cell was a was another highlight, but again you have the Undertaker after the streak, so what good is that? And uh, Roman and Triple H main eventing and the crowd being part, wanting none of it, mm-hmm. none of Roman. Hmm. I don't think I'm as I'm as harsh on that mania. It will show up and oh, AJ losing his on. debut at his WrestleMania debut, but. He makes up for it the next night. Yes. They do the opposite of Zack Ryder. Yes. And he becomes the number one contender immediately after that, the night after. Since, so Since that mania, I don't think he's lost at WrestleMania. Yeah. So yeah, it might be, it's it might okay. Be a good point. It's okay. My next mania is 20. Really? Yes. Um, Benoit winning, Eddie winning, Cena winning, all good things. Um, not in hindsight. In hindsight, it's really sad. But... Uh, I thought this show was just too long, too much filler. Undertaker versus Kane was awful. Uh, the story was there for it to be decent, but I want Undertaker to come out and just squash Kane because he's back to being the dead man, and he should have just came out, choked slam Tombstone, win. You didn't need to have a competitive match. Goldberg versus Brock, one of the worst WrestleMania matches yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in the fact with the Playboy evening gown tag team bunny mania <laughs> match, and... The it, this is one of the first WrestleManias I believe with two women's matches, mm-hmm. and one is a total gimmick, yep. and the other one is a Playboy evening gown match. Yeah, see what I see what I did there. The other mm-hmm. one was a hair versus hair match, <laughs> but it, it it just there was nothing. Even Angle Eddie wasn't awful, but yeah. it didn't it just didn't do it for me. WWE Hall of Famer right there, Molly Holly. Yeah, getting her head shaved deserves it. Her little thing about that and her speech was pretty good. I like nice Molly touch. Holly. I've always liked <laughs> Molly Holly, but not on this night. This yeah. this mania mania was not that great to me. It comes in at number twenty three for me. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. WrestleMania seven again. What could have been? And this is just uh, another mania of Hogan has the main event, and it's against Slaughter and the whole. I just can't picture. I don't like picturing Slaughter being an Iraq sympathizer. No. And you can't get past another thing that probably would be edited out of the network was the Slaughter burning the flag. Mm hmm. That was just. But he didn't. He burned a Hogan shirt. Hmm. 
It was off screen. Oh, that's right. Off screen yeah. at the Rumble, Gene says, "We're getting reports that Slaughter's burning that's the American right. flag." That's right. They didn't yeah. show it. They, they just they said never it. said Still. it. He did burn a Hogan shirt on TV that was on a flag, which is just about like burning the American flag. Pretty I mean, much at that time. Yeah. <sighs> the the Savage and Warrior stuff. I think that was one of the Warriors' best matches, mm-hmm. and the uh, stuff with Liz yeah. after the Savage match. Of course, start of the streak. Well, was good of what that would become, but I mean, it was basically squashing Jimmy Snuka, yeah. the ghost of Jimmy, which Snuka. is fine because it's Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> yeah, so. and uh, I thought the the Nasty Boys upsetting the Hart Foundation was a nice little up- upset and mm-hmm. a nice little swerve. It, it was, except for you knew at that point already that the Hart Foundation <laughs> was breaking up. Like you knew Brett was too big to be in this tag team, so it was kind of like a swan song for me. So mm-hmm. that's why it didn't really. My next WrestleMania is 12. WrestleMania 12. Um, The good things, the backlot brawl, obviously good. Uh, Steve Austin's WrestleMania debut, Mm -hmm. so it's got to be on there. And I thought that the Diesel-Undertaker match wasn't bad Mm -hmm. for a Diesel match. Now, with that being said, uh, the Iron Man match was too boring. It's Mm -hmm. an hour of nothing. Now, maybe this is me being a, a modern fan. Yep. But I think if you have a couple falls in there to keep my attention throughout. Yeah. But having it go the entire way with nothing. Right. You also had a six-man tag match that had a stipulation on one side, and then the team with the stipulation loses. Because if Yoko's team won, he got five minutes alone with, with uh, Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. And then Yoko's team doesn't win. Mm-hmm. So why are you putting a stipulation on if it's not going to pay off? And finally, Warrior Squash and Triple H. Yeah, yeah, not no. <laughs> trying to revive the career of no. of Warrior. Yeah, and the stuff that I've seen online about that show of you, you either love the Iron Man match or you don't. So, yep, clearly that shows clearly I what don't. you think. I don't <laughs> the match, but I agree. I think there should be some. There was should have been a, some falls in there, but maybe you can attest that to these two are so evenly matched that. Neither one can get a fall. Yep. But, yeah, I, I agree. There should have been a fall somewhere in there. Yep. Uh, my It comes in at number 22. I got WrestleMania 29. Okay. Yes, you had the star power of Cena versus Rock. But, again, it was the rematch there, and you knew that Cena was going to win mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Uh, of last year's result. Uh, Triple H, again, going... Uh, 23 minutes with, with Brock. Undertaker and Punk was great. The the build w- was pretty good as well. But everything else was just, I, I didn't like it. Of course, you corrected the Alberto Dario and Jack Swagger thing with uh, Dolph cashing in the next night. Mm-hmm. But you also had Fandango beat Chris Jericho, and Fandango flopped after that. So I applaud Jericho for trying to get him over. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fandangoing. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it had its little bit of a run. It took over the country. It was yesing before yesing was yeah, cool. That's true. You also had Mark Henry versus Ryback. Ugh. It was a bad match. I mean, the Shield opener was pretty decent, but yeah, maybe they should have been against Team Hell No. But yeah, I'll I'll get to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I I promise you. It, it was lower on the list just because it was kind of predictable. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, my next worst is WrestleMania six. WrestleMania six, uh, Hogan Warrior. It's great. I probably wouldn't change a single thing about it unless you're going to turn one of them heel going into it. But as is. 
great. Having Dusty Rhodes on WrestleMania, awesome. Never thought you'd see it. Mm-hmm. Only WrestleMania appearance. Mm-hmm. And the Steve Allen segment in the back with the Bolsheviks was absolutely hilarious. That's funny, yeah. It was so good. <clears throat> the bad things of this, again, it's another WrestleMania where there's lots of fill. Where you have to have another 14 or 15 match card. Yep. Mr. Perfect losing his perfect streak to Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah. And again, 20 wrestlers on this car are now dead. Mm-hmm. So, right. there's just not, as far as in-ring goes, I mean, even the Dusty and Sapphire versus Savage Sherry match is not good. There's not no. a lot of good matches on this card no. um, that you can kind of go back and look at and go, oh, that is a barn burner. The Barbarian versus Tito in a 433 match? I don't think so. Heart mm. Foundation versus the Bolsheviks, 19 seconds? Nope. Earthquake yeah. Hercules, 452? Don't think so. There's just not a lot here to kind of watch. Mm-hmm. And then you have Rick Rude in the cooldown spot beating Jimmy Snuka in a four-minute match, and he's going to go on and feud with Warrior for the world title, and yep. he's in the cooldown spot at the biggest show of the year. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, not a fan. Mm. Not a fan. Uh, my, my next WrestleMania is uh, WrestleMania 13. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, yes, the Bret Hart versus Austin was one of the greatest uh, WrestleMania matches of all time. But everything else was not great. Uh, of course, uh, your opinion may vary if you were a fan of The Undertaker, which I was. And mm-hmm. I was very happy that he won the world title. I actually enjoyed the Chicago Street fight with uh, Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom versus the Nation of Domination. But I kind of like the story with uh, with China and Marlena, with the Triple H and Goldust stuff, but everything else. Of course, Rocky Maivia, his WrestleMania debut, so that was very significant, but everything else I wasn't a big fan of. Hmm. That one surprises me, being as low as it is for mm-hmm. you. Hmm. My- and, and another, what could have been? Yeah. This could have been uh, HBK versus Bret Hart rematch. I almost wish instead it was Brett versus Austin for the belt. Mm-hmm. It could have been that too. I, I think you leave that as is, make it the submission match, same finish, and Brett retains the belt. He's going to be even bigger of a heel. Mm-hmm. So, My next WrestleMania is one you just talked about, and that's WrestleMania 29. Yes. Cena Rock, star power, but you knew the finish and Rock got hurt midway through. And so that's kind of the last time we've seen The Rock in an actual match was that Cena match. Mm-hmm. And Swagger Del Rio, not good. And Team Hell No versus Ziggler and Big E. Ziggler and Big E were not a tag team that you could see beating Team Hell No for the tag belt. So. There's a lot of issues with this mania of just confused booking. The good things, Punk Taker, obviously. I still think to this day that this should have main evented this WrestleMania because you had the story with Paul Bear actually passing away and Mm -hmm. them using that. Punk had nuclear heat from stealing the urn and he opened it up and... Everything like, like basically that. Basically implied bathing in his yes. ashes. And he's he's in the back with the Globetrotter music playing around with that. They had more heat than Roxena did. Yeah. They should have closed. Now, I know that goes against what I said earlier <laughs> about the title should close the show. 
but he still had the streak. That in itself was a title. Mm-hmm. For WrestleMania, it was a one-show title. Definitely. I think I think it could have main evented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I you can't put it on the main event opposite Cena and Rock. You just couldn't do it. I think I think you can. And it's revisionist history of yeah, this match could have been the main event because they tore the house down. I'm but. not even looking at the quality of the match. I'm looking at the story going it into good. it. It was great, yeah. And the heat. And the I thought it would would have been very fitting for someone of the Undertaker's stature and someone who loved the business as much as Percy Pringle mm-hmm. to have the final image of him up on the Tron with the Undertaker in the ring, and that closes your mania. Mm-hmm. It's better than Cena Rock holding each other's hands while the Rock holds his rib because he's hurt. Passing the torch, brother. To someone who's already been there for nine years. <laughs> the, the other highlight of this WrestleMania is the fact it is the Shield's debut at WrestleMania. And, of course, what they would go on to do. Um, and, and the star power in that match is it was them versus Orton, Big Show, and Sheamus. Of course, it had to lead to a Big Show heel turn in the middle of the match. But hey, that <laughs> is what of it course. is. Is what it is. Of course. Uh, my next WrestleMania here is WrestleMania six. The uh, build-up and the star power of Hogan versus Warrior. The only time that face-versus-face thing could actually work. And unfortunately, what happened afterwards, Warrior not didn't become the star that he should have been. And uh, Hogan was kind of basically the more of the star coming out of that Mania match than, <laughs> than Warrior was. You had giant Andre turning on Heenan. But Andre, at that point in his career, mm-hmm. man, he was just not and, great. And the thing on Warrior not succeeding, I blame that on the company. They had no people lined yeah, up for exactly. him to face. Exactly, yeah. So that, I, that didn't help. I can't put it on sure. Warrior because the two yeah. guys he would go on to feud with were Rude, who we already talked about, and Perfect, who lost to Beefcake. Mm-hmm. Th- those were his feuds for the world. Right, I, I agree. I agree. He didn't have the the proper people to uh, to face, so that that definitely didn't help. My next WrestleMania is one you've already mentioned, Travis. I have it a little bit higher up, and that's WrestleMania 32. WrestleMania 32, Shane Taker, just for the highlight of Shane coming off the cell. Um, AJ getting a WrestleMania match, which is something that us modern fans probably thought we'd never see. Mm-hmm. The women's triple threat match, which really set the bar as far as, hey, Women can have a great match on a show, and and they right, showed it because they retired the Divas. Yep, and it became the women's title at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, the the negatives were Reigns versus Triple H. People didn't want it. Lesnar Moxley. They built up to such extreme heights that it couldn't live up to it because you had. Moxley talking to Cactus Jack and talking to Terry Funk and getting a chainsaw and you, you it was basically <laughs> implying he was going to kill Brock Lesnar basically and it never happened yep, you and then one of the biggest low lights is the Rock and John Cena burying the Wyatt family uh, in basically. the Rock's last official match that's his last match mm-hmm. was beating Eric Rowan in the shortest match in WrestleMania history yep just to have that moment right there. We had to do it. <laughs> we had to. We just had to do it. Unlike you, I didn't mind the legends coming out because the crowd popped. 
and you picked the three right legends to do it with. Oh, if you're in Texas, yeah, I mean, Foley is going to get popped wherever he is. But if you're in Texas and you have Austin and Sean show up, they could have came out and pissed in the middle of the ring and the crowd would have cheered. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just going to happen. Well, I, I don't mind the didn't mind the legends coming out. It was just that we had to have the League of Nations win the match just mm-hmm. to set up that. Like the New Day had no business of losing that match. They should have won that. But you don't remember that the League of Nations won because at the end of the match, it was the New Day celebrating with the legends. Yeah. That's the thing. You couldn't have New Day win and then the legends come out. What are they going to do? Beat up people who are already beat up? They could have. The League of Nations could have attacked the New Day and. Something else. You could have worked it. No one remembers that the League of Nations won. <laughs> I do. Oh, okay. I do. I guess Travis does. It matters it, it, in my it personal him. record. It, him. it matters to me, <laughs> damn it. What you got? My uh, next WrestleMania is WrestleMania 1 here. Uh, this historical significance of this, the main event, if this WrestleMania tanks, if it fails... Who knows mm-hmm. what kind of wrestling world we're talking about these days. So you had the star power of Hogan and Mr. T. You had uh, Cindy Lauper raising up that and getting more eyes on that. But everything else, I mean, you had Andre and Stud in the uh, body slam challenge. Eh, it wasn't even mm-hmm. really a match. It was just kind of for, for the moment of Andre getting the money. And everything else what wasn't great. But again, you had the star power of Muhammad Ali and the Rockets and all that. So if this WrestleMania fails, who who knows what we'd be talking about now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. My next WrestleMania is one you've already mentioned, and that's WrestleMania 36, night one. Night one of WrestleMania 36. The negatives I have is Becky going over Shayna Baszler whenever she's just going to give the belt up in a month anyways because she was pregnant. Probably should have lost. It made sense for her to lose to Shayna at that point in time anyways. Don't know why they didn't pull the trigger there. Elias versus Corbin is a total throwaway. You don't need that. And Goldberg versus Strowman, you've already mentioned. Positives from night one. I love the Owens-Rollins match. Um, The big bump of Owens coming off the big pirate hat they had there was a big spectacle moment. The triple threat ladder match, which was for the tag titles, ended up being a one-on-one triple threat ladder match, I think was a very good ladder match, especially considering the circumstances of not having a crowd there. I thought those guys worked very hard in that match, and they put on some good uh, moments. And then, of course, the Boneyard match, as you mentioned, it was the first cinematic match. It was the first. And since then, we've seen so many other companies, and we've seen so many times WWE has tried to do it with so little success. But this was the first one that really kind of showed you this is what we can do. Right. And this is a fitting end for The Undertaker. If it is the end for him, this is the match for him to go out on. Absolutely. And it, it should be. It was great. Um, go back and watch it. Having him right off with yeah. Metallica. Right off with Metallica. Awesome. And, you know, you had the, 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 just the visuals and and all the things you know i still see memes of the undertaker popping up behind aj styles and yep and and just that that moment and i just thought it was so good it was just so well done and then knowing the backstory now that we know about how he found out his brother died the day before and he's mm-hmm. got to stay in florida because he's got to stay quarantined he can't leave but yeah. he's got to call you know undertaker and i didn't even think about this 
he's dealing with death surrounded yep. by death. Right, yeah, exactly. And it has to be very hard. Oh, yeah. Also, Michelle McCool had a family member that passed away in a car accident that same week. Yep. So at some point, if you're The Undertaker, you have to be thinking, this match is cursed because yep. all this stuff is happening and the pandemic and yep. all of this. There's no fans. And right. that's why I think we may see The Undertaker again because I think he wants a match in front of fans. God. I don't want it. This is the way to go out. Exactly. Exactly, because it's a cinematic match. You can hide all your flaws. You won't have another Saudi situation. Yep. You won't have another WrestleMania 33 situation yep. of not being able to powerbomb Roman or reversing the tombstone or anything like that. This is the perfect way to go out because you can hide your flaws in a cinematic match. And this was the first one, and I think this is the one that you compare it. All the rest of the cinematic matches, and most of them fall short. But I think he wants to go out in front of fans. No, Undertaker, with a it's match fine. In front of fans, it's That's fine. just my opinion. But you're probably right. Yep. I can totally see him doing it. And damn it, Undertaker, just <laughs> right off into the sunset. Good gosh, just be happy with it. <laughs> my next WrestleMania here is WrestleMania Eight. Uh, what could have been, what should have been, the Hogan versus Flair. Uh, and that match with Savage was great. The story w was awesome. And, of course, the Undertaker match versus Jake eh, mm. wasn't... It wasn't what it could have been. It wasn't what it could have nope. been, for sure. Nope. And so the, the return of Warrior well, was kind of a nice surprise at the very end. And I you still... Just, you just love that Bobby Heenan. Oh, play. gosh. Yes, I do. You used to play that all the it's time. The it's the Warrior. It's Warrior. Oh, God. It's the Warrior's music. Look at him. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, that was good. And this is significant because uh, my parents were there. There you go. My parents have been to a WrestleMania, and I haven't. Well, the next time it comes to Indy, <laughs> Travis, we will go. Yes, this was in Indy at the RCA Dome. It's the closest we'll ever get to a yeah, mania. Yeah, for, for sure. Mm. And, and so my parents were there. They went with my uncle and his ex-wife at the, well, his wife at the time, but now his ex-wife. But uh, they, they were there, and I haven't been to a mania yet, so I'm still a little bit upset. Mm. But I do still have their souvenir cup. Ooh. Yeah, it's one of my favorite souvenir cups. And so this one, Mania, will hold a special place, even though I say, hey, I was I was alive. Yeah. I was like one and a half years old. I was not under one years old. But Why didn't you go? I could have went. Why didn't you take me? In. Why didn't you take me? I could have been to a you Mania. You wouldn't remembered anything. No. But you could have at least said you were there. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe you were there, and they just haven't told you yet. Maybe. Maybe. My next WrestleMania, this, this may be controversial, 14. Oh my god. The launch of the Attitude Era. Yes, Austin wins the belt. It's great. Kane versus Undertaker was a little long, but it was a good story they told. The light heavyweight title match was awesome. The only one in WrestleMania history. But the reversal of Rock Shamrock I didn't like. I didn't like Triple H versus Owen Hart. I didn't like the tag team dumpster match. I didn't like the tag team battle royal that started the show. I didn't like the DX band doing the national anthem. There was <laughs> there's a lot about this show I don't like. Yeah. Austin, the main event could have been more, but Sean was hurt. Oh gosh, yeah. And it makes you think you go back and watch, I think it was King of the Ring ninety six, maybe yep. ninety seven, where yeah, they where faced off. 
and it shows you what could have mm-hmm. been at WrestleMania, right. and you didn't get it because Sean was hurt. Ah, yeah, but good on good on Sean to just. I know Undertaker was was ready if he didn't want to do the job, but man, props to him for fighting through all the pain. Yep. Man, that was, just to get Austin over. Yep. Uh, my next WrestleMania here is WrestleMania 12. I actually enjoy the Iron Man match. It was uh, Sean and Brett going at it. These two are so evenly matched. Of course, the boyhood dream has come true. And I enjoyed the parking lot brawl, the back lot brawl, technically. Mm-hmm. But everything else I wasn't a huge fan of. I'm not a huge fan of the Diesel Undertaker match as you. Uh, Warrior squashing Triple H was bad. Austin debut, great. And I'm a sucker for the logo in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. This is the only WWE show that I can think of that it happened, and it's the only WrestleMania that it happened. And I, I just love the aesthetic look of the logo on the mat. Sean's entrance was awesome. Right. You, you see a picture of I uh, recently that Vince, oh, yeah, Vince did, did it. it. Mm-hmm. So him at the top, about ready to go down on it. That was cool. So yeah, I, I like the Iron Man match more than you. I think like this little area we're in now. I think all these WrestleManias are kind of close together and right. interchangeable. You know, yep. we're kind of agreeing on that. My next one, and he Travis is probably gonna flip his. You oh know boy. what I mean? Is WrestleMania ten? Oh man, WrestleMania ten. Yes, Brett Owen is the best opener in WrestleMania history. Yep. yep. HBK Razor is an awesome ladder match for its time. Looking back at it now. It's not nearly as good, but at the time, awesome. Mm-hmm. The return of Roddy Piper and Mr. Perfect, which you didn't expect to be the special guest referees for the, the title matches, was awesome. However, you look at the rest of that card. Adam Bomb versus Earthquake, where Earthquake wins? Right. right. Doink and Dink versus Bam Bam and Luna Vachon? <laughs> and the convoluted weird rules for the Savage versus Crush yeah. Falls Count Anywhere match, where you have right. to pin him and then get back into the ring within yep. 30 seconds or whatever, that ends with Savage hog tying up Crush and it falls down <laughs> yes. before Savage can even get back to the ring. <laughs> it's the first WrestleMania without Hulk Hogan. Yep. It feels it feels like it different, and it's not as much as I loved Brett Owen. And as much as I loved HBK Razor, the fact Yoko wrestles twice and everything else on here, I I got to rank it low. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I raked mine higher just for the nostalgia mm-hmm. for me. Uh, we're kind of getting towards the, the middle of the road yep. here. Uh, this one, also personally for me, because this is kind of... Uh, the start of my wrestling fandom decline, my mm. lapsedom. I have WrestleMania 31 here. Mm-hmm. The ending was fantastic. The swerve of Rollins cashing in, one of the best endings to Mania. But the things, and the Orton RKO on yep. Seth Rollins was yep. good. Daniel Bryan winning the IC title. He should have been against Brock Lesnar. But the, that aside, Sting losing his WrestleMania match. Hate it. Uh, the Cena Rusev match was good for the U.S. title, and Rusev's entrance on a tank was, mm-hmm. was awesome. The Undertaker coming back a year after the the streak was over and facing Bray Wyatt, and both of them their entrances were in the daylight. Not a fan. Sting's entrance was during the daylight. Not a fan. 
And the another big moment was Rock, the setup for Rock and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie and Triple H, and we never got that match. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But this this is what started it for me. This is what started my decline right you're, here. You're just a Roman Reigns hater. Yeah. Okay. That's just just pointing that out. Pretty well, yeah. I, I I have mine a little higher, but it it's not too much higher. My next one I have is WrestleMania 36 Night Two. Night Two I thought was better than Night One. The downfalls were Drew Lesnar just because I wanted that match in front of people. Um, Charlotte versus Rhea was a great match, but Charlotte going over made no sense to me, especially when she was on all three shows. As the NXT champion, it really, I thought, devalued the NXT brand. Um, and Alistair versus Bobby Lashley, no, I, I didn't want it. <laughs> the good things, I liked the Edge Orton match. Was it a little long? Yes. yes. But was it personal and it felt like a battle, which is what a last man standing match should be? Yes, it did. It felt like these were two guys going to war and they weren't going to stop till the other one was down. And I loved the Firefly Funhouse more than the Boneyard match. People don't talk about it in the same breath as the Boneyard match, but I think the Firefly Funhouse really opened the door and kicked down what you could do with a cinematic match. And if that is John Cena's last match, I'm a little disappointed. Yep. But I would have much rather had that than him facing Bray Wyatt with no fans. Oh yeah. So I f- I I am okay making the, making the best out of a bad making situation. the best out of a bad situation, and mm-hmm. I think they totally, totally knocked it out of the park. And looking back at Cena's history and and yep. all these other things they did creatively in that match, I just thought it he was. He joined great. the NWO. He turned to yeah. He did. <laughs> what he we did. always wanted. So I I really yeah. liked night two more than I liked night one. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the Firefly Funhouse as the Boneyard match, but. You're just a Charlotte hater. I am over there. Oh yeah, I Charlotte going to NXT was supposed to elevate the NXT brand, not convolute it. But it made so. it convoluted, and it brought the, the and NXT it was supposed to it's supposed to elevate it the didn't. NXT title. It didn't having because, the Royal Rumble winner because who'd win. she lose to? I don't even know. That's the problem. <laughs> you can't remember who she lost the NXT title Yo to. Shirai? Yeah, it was. Was it the Triple Threat? Yeah, yep. gotcha. It just, I just didn't like it. And now I'm one of those people who also thinks that NXT should not be on main roster shows. The NXT right. title should not be defended on a main roster show. It's its right. own brand with its own shows leading into WrestleMania. But again, you're trying to elevate the NXT brand being on the USA Network. You're trying to elevate Then it. have Charlotte go to the TakeOver. Because then you elevate TakeOver as well because, oh my goodness, the Royal Rumble winner didn't want to go to Mania. They wanted to go to TakeOver instead. Right. But they knew that people would watch that anyways, so I don't know. And uh, where are they now? Exactly. They're on Tuesday nights. Exactly. Thank you very much. Exactly. That had nothing to do with AEW no. at all. Nope. No, not nope. at all. Nope, nope. <laughs> my uh, next WrestleMania here is actually WrestleMania 24. Hmm. Uh, the retirement of Ric Flair and Sean, the, the moment well, was awesome. But you knew that Sean was going to win. You Flair did. Flair just went into the Hall of Fame, so you kind of figured And Flair's family was at ringside. Uh, Kane squashing Chavo was not good. Batista versus Umaga was not good. The opener, JBL versus Finley. Come on. 
the Belfast Brawl. You're going to open Mania with that? You didn't like that? No. Oh, my goodness. We, we agree to disagree. No. Again. No, not at all. Majorly. Uh, Floyd Money Mayweather versus Big Show. Eh. It, it got the job done to what it was supposed to do. And Floyd wasn't terrible, I didn't think. And the Undertaker Edge main event was good. We will agree to disagree majorly on that one, but mine will be a little bit well, a little bit later on. My next WrestleMania is 18. Rock Hogan, yes. You watch it with the sound off. It's an awful match. The crowd makes that. Oh, my God, yes. Undertaker versus Flair. Awesome. Good. The downsides. Jericho, Triple H, in a feud in which Jericho was perceived as no threat at all the entire time. And Steve Austin versus Scott Hall. Yep. Midway through the card. Midway through. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would have much rather had Austin versus Nash as opposed to Austin versus Hall. But that's me. Um, I just, this, 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 there's not a lot here. Mm -hmm. The next one on my list was exactly that. WrestleMania 18. Man, when Hogan starts to hulk up. The crowd goes absolutely berserk. He was wearing black and white that night, but not in Toronto's eyes. He was wearing the red and yellow that night. That match was so, so awesome with the crowd reaction mm -hmm. being solely behind Hogan. And I know it's just revisionist history with saying that should have been the main event versus Triple H and Jericho. Again, your world title. Jericho just got done beating Rock and Austin for the right. undisputed title. Triple H just coming back from his injury, winning the the rumble and no one knew or at least i don't think so no one knew that that uh, hogan rock match got that sort of crowd reaction oh they knew hogan knew <laughs> well hogan did think back to to six the same right. place right yeah same reaction uh, you know that nostalgic crowd was there it was the first big. hogan mania since nine mm -hmm. he's gonna get cheered yeah no matter who you put him up against. Right. You could have put him up against Austin. He still would have gotten cheered. Probably. They, he he knew. He's a, he's a businessman. <laughs> he knew. Look what he turned it into. He turned it into another <laughs> exactly. world title run. Exactly. Yep. Exactly, he brother. He knew. <laughs> My next WrestleMania is WrestleMania 13. I like this one a little bit more than Travis did. Uh, I was not a fan of the Sid Taker main event. Um, I was also not a fan of Owen and Bulldog versus Vader and Mankind in a total throwaway tag title match. Yep. And I was not a fan of the four-way tag team title match to start off the pay-per-view. However, yep. Brett Austin, one of the best matches in WrestleMania history. Uh, you will try to watch it now if the Peacock Network edits out the blood, and I will tell you it will not be nearly as good as it was. Um, uh, yeah, the iconic image oh, of yeah. Stone Cold. The I blood. mean, that birthed Austin. Yes, yep. the 316 yep. helped. But that right there is when he became the guy. Put him over the right top. Right there. The LOD street fight in Chicago. Maybe it's me being a Chicago kid at the time. I was growing up living in Chicago. But just seeing LOD come out on a big stage in Chicago in their hometown in a street fight. And the grittiness of the show. Just the grittiness. This is before the Attitude Era. Mm -hmm. But the grittiness of the Chicago crowd. The arena, the camera angles, the blood, the violence, the the gimmicks, as as Dusty would say, as far as or the plunder, the plunder, as baby. far as Dusty would say, as far as 
you know, there was fire extinguisher and then there was fire extinguisher dust all over the place. You had Bret Hart come out before the main event, cut a promo and curse. And it just felt different. You watch 12 and 13 back to back. It's like you've watched a show from 10 years in the future. Yeah. Right. Uh, my next WrestleMania here is uh, WrestleMania 25. Hmm. The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels was one of the best WrestleMania matches ever. Uh, maybe that match should have main evented the show. Because, uh, again, you got Triple H versus Randy Orton closing the show. Yeah. That main event wasn't very good. I wasn't a huge fan of Jericho versus the Legends. Uh, Santina Morello winning the Miss WrestleMania. No, mm-hmm. not a fan. Not a fan at all. Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy, the match that we've kind of, yeah. Did people really want to see it? I don't brother know. Versus it's never brother. good. It's yeah. never good. Yeah. It, yeah. It didn't really meet my expectations. And, you know, Cena has to win another title, the world heavyweight title that he's never yeah. won. So, yeah. With the big show, who mm-hmm. turned heel. Yep going into it of course he did of course he did my next wrestlemania is one you've already mentioned travis and that's wrestlemania 31 uh seth rollin cashing in awesome great ending to the show of the century uh sting's debut at a wrestlemania something i never in my wildest dreams thought was going to happen daniel bryan winning the ic belt no it wasn't the main belt but it was at least a title and it, that using that to kick off the show and say we ended 30 with him winning a belt, we're starting 31 with him winning a belt, the crowd was still there. Triple H beating Sting, not good. Undertaker beating Wyatt, not good. Cena beating Rusev, not good. Why are we having all the old guys beat the young talent, and now here we are six years later wondering, why isn't anyone over? Exactly. Because you had everyone who could have been over get beat. Exactly. Yep. Although the story of Rusev having sex in that tank. <laughs> yes. Good on you, Rusev. <laughs> Good on you, Miro. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania in the next one. It comes in at the 12th spot. WrestleMania 28. Once in a lifetime that began that became twice in a lifetime. But I actually like this one better than their previous one, even though The Rock going over in Miami. Uh, Punk and Jericho was the semi-main, but that's all right. Uh, The Undertaker, Triple H, they had a great Hell in a Cell match and swear thought the streak was over with that Mm -hmm. super kick, sweet chin music, pedigree combo. The streak was over. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then Taker kicks out. That was awesome. But you also had the uh, team Johnny versus Team Teddy hate that match kelly kelly and maria munoz or whoever she maria was maria munoz whoever the she Hall is, of Famer. yeah that match can go uh, big show versus cody that can go kane and randy orton second match and sheamus squashing daniel bryan don't like it but the undertaker triple h elevates it and rock and cena once in a lifetime elevates it yeah i totally agree My next WrestleMania, Travis, is one you've already mentioned. WrestleMania 25. Undertaker, HBK, obviously one of the best WrestleMania matches, if not the best WrestleMania match of all time. The Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal. Nope. Don't want it. Get it out of here. Orton versus Triple H after HBK Undertaker. Death spot. There's nothing those guys could have done. For sure. At all. And then you had the stipulation to where 
the the feud going in, if you remember, was Triple H was attacking Orton at his house and and all of this stuff, and then it comes out in stipulation: if Orton gets disqualified, he will lose the belt. Mm-hmm. No, we wanted an ODQ match. Yeah, you you make that an ODQ match, it saves it mm-hmm. because I think you can get some some gimmicky involved. Yep. Plus, Orton also at the time had Legacy, mm-hmm. so Legacy could have came out and interfered, and it yeah. may have helped the match. I was a fan of Jericho vs. the Legends, caveat, after everyone but Steamboat was eliminated. Mm-hmm. I thought, because I never expected to see Ricky Steamboat back in the ring. Yeah. And he came out and showed that he still had it. Yeah, he was and, good. And it led to a backlash match the next month, um, one-on-one against Jericho. But, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't a great WrestleMania, I will give you that much. But I, I enjoyed it, I think, a little bit more. Yeah, just a little bit more than me. Just a little bit. Uh, we're getting close to the top ten. We we're are getting close to the the good stuff. I'm getting excited. Uh, my next one on the list here is just missing out on the top ten for me is WrestleMania 22. Mm. The uh, was not a fan of the Boogeyman and Booker T stuff. Uh, the tag match to open up the show, Big Show and Kane versus Carlito and Chris Masters. I don't want it. Uh, JBL versus Chris Benoit. Nope. Don't like that. But the good stuff, Edge and Foley, the hardcore match was amazing. The moment of going through the flaming table at WrestleMania. We got a Joey, Joey Styles, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey James and Trish Stratus was, was a pretty decent women's match. Uh, Sean versus Mr. McMahon, no holds barred. That was good. Maybe Rey Mysterio winning against Randy Orton and Kurt Angle should have main evented the show because Rey was doing it in tribute of Eddie. But you got to have Cena and Triple H in the main event. And Cena has to go over. And that kind of started the first time I really heard the crowd going against Cena. Mm-hmm. They were in Chicago and they were cheering for more for Triple H stuff than they were uh, Cena. And of course, Punk being in Cena's entrance. Mm-hmm. Of the show, but again, I think it it goes back to where they were. That's why they WWE probably just figured this is an outlier because we're in Chicago. Yeah, um, I'll talk more about WrestleMania 22 in a little bit. My number 11 just missing out is WrestleMania 21. WrestleMania 21, the negatives. Well, we'll do positives first. Eddie versus Ray was good. It would have been better if Ray would have quit messing with his mask the whole time. <sighs> HBK versus Angle, awesome, good, awesome match. And this was the crowning of the next generation. Obviously, Money in the Bank, you had Edge, who'd be going on to be a multi-time world champion. John Cena won the world title for the first time. Batista wins the world title for the first time. It felt like the crowning of a new era. Mm -hmm. However, the Cena-JBL match was not good. It was not a good match. Big Show was in a diaper because he had a sumo match. Not good. Yeah. Trish and Christy Hemi. Not good. Nah. Not good. Uh, there is some positives here. Obviously, Money in the Bank being a big one. Piper and Austin having their confrontation. <laughs> Hogan coming back to save Eugene from Muhammad Hassan. But eh, it, it has to miss out on the top ten for me just because seeing Big Show in a diaper and the crowning of Cena in a non-good match mm-hmm. didn't help me at all. Yeah. Uh, my number 10 here. Top 10. Here we Top go. Top 10. Uh, WrestleMania 19. Mm. 
Uh, obviously, in the revisionist history, uh, this was the final showdown between Rock and Stone Cold. And so, eh, you know, Rock as the Hollywood Rock, not a fan. This was probably my least favorite of the of their matches, really, I think. Uh, Lesnar and Angle to close the show up until the point of Brock almost killing himself, of breaking his neck, doing that shooting star press, and Angle talking about that match on his podcast. I really enjoyed him uh, talking about that. Michaels Jericho was good. Um, some of the stuff that I didn't like, Undertaker being in that handicap match because Nathan Jones was a complete failure. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the Hogan McMahon stuff, the street fight and the Piper coming back. He was a shell of himself at that point, not in his best shape and Triple H going over, over Booker T for no reason other than WWE has to beat uh, WCW again and show that WCW doesn't matter. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I like how this is setting up because it's totally not what I thought. (laughs) My number 10 is WrestleMania 34. You've already talked about it. I did not like the Undertaker Cena stuff. Because either you have the match and you announce it and you build and you try and get a number out of it. Or you don't have the match and you build it for next year. Don't give me halfway between the two. It felt weird to me. Braun teaming with a kid, not good. Charlotte beating Asuka, I will agree, not good. However, the Daniel Bryan return and the emotion of that return... From that SmackDown when he announced he was clear. Mm-hmm. Awesome. AJ Nakamura, no, it was not Tokyo Dome. But it was a good WWE match. The ending wasn't great. I think Nakamura should have won instead of yep. turning heel. Yep. But that's me. And Ronda Rousey's debut. One of the good. best debut matches oh, yeah. for anyone to have. And especially knowing a year from 34 where she would be. Yeah. Huge huge that she had that moment so i think it is one of the top 10 wrestlemanias yeah she was a, a great a great debut and kurt angle coming back in wrestling it was his first match back in wwe mm-hmm. it was just there there was is some bad on that show but i think the good outweighs the bad you know daniel bryan coming back at the scene of the crime yep. the scene of his highest point yep. of his career and, back and in at Super the time Dome. we weren't tired of shane yet yeah. So him teaming with Shane to take on Owens and Zayn, who were over, massively sure. over as these whiny heels. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it all worked at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. The set was cool, too. And the set was cool as well. Uh, my number, And the triple threat match. Sorry. Yep. My number nine here is a WrestleMania 23. You had the Battle of the Billionaires. And you had Undertaker Batista. That was good. You had Sean versus Cena to close the show. Cena coming out in his Mustang, breaking through the glass. I enjoyed that. But you had the ECW Originals versus the New Breed. The Great Collie versus Kane. Uh, Mr. Kennedy winning money in the bank. But... That was disappointing for me because I was a big fan of Mr. Kennedy and mm-hmm. he could have been a big star, but they kind of squandered that, squashed that, mainly some of his doing as well as his booking as well. So that's kind of why uh, that wasn't, uh, that's a low light for me. I lied. 
because I forgot that I had night one and night two of 36. So this is now my top 10. Right. So yeah. I, yeah. I, math gotcha. helps. So my number 10 mania is 27. I know you had it a little further down. Michael Cole wrestling is not good. The ending is not good. Snooky, not good. However, Undertaker Triple H is awesome. It is really good. Mm-hmm. The video package for The Miz before the world oh, title yeah. match is outstanding. Oh, yeah. And it, it made him a face, which is what they didn't want. But you watch that video and you see this kid who just loved wrestling and everyone told him you're never going to amount to it. You're not going to be good. And here he is entering as the WWE champion. That is great. And I know that he you said it's just to build for next year. But The Rock returning. It was huge. I remember that Raw like it was yesterday. Right. Where he came out. Yep. Because you had thought, we hadn't seen The Rock since WrestleMania 20. Mm-hmm. He hadn't been on WWTV for seven years. Yep. He was in Hollywood. He was a big star. You thought he is never coming back. Mm-hmm. And the eyeballs that his returning put on WWE mm-hmm. cannot be understated. Yep. Even though, yes, it was just a host role, and even though the rest of the card isn't that great, the fact that he brought those eyeballs back to wrestling in that moment he created by just coming back and coming out and cutting that promo. I know he said he'd never leave, and then he left. I, I get that. But it was a moment. I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, the, the return was great. One of the best pops yep. in the modern era, for, yep. for sure. Yep. For sure. And the package was awesome. I've oh, yeah. been waiting for them to do that again, unfortunately. They, they haven't, no. It hasn't happened. Uh, my next uh, WrestleMania here is uh, you had it a little further down. I actually was looking back on it, and I actually liked the card more than you do. It's WrestleMania 26 for me. Hmm. Yes, the Bret Hart versus Mr. McMahon stuff. Get it out of here. It was uh, bad uh wasn't a fan of Jack Swagger winning the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, let's see, the uh, women's match with uh, the 10-woman tag. But I thought Cena versus Batista was okay. Uh, Undertaker, Sean, obviously it wasn't as good as WrestleMania 25, but still uh, good. A streak versus career with the, the spike tombstone at the very end was very mm-hmm. cool. And I actually appreciated uh, Jericho winning over Edge because that was kind of a nice swerve. Everyone thought that Edge, hey, it, it is the story to be told coming back from injury and winning the Rumble and then winning the title at Mania. So I actually liked the, the swerve there. And Jericho, he was, on, he was on point at that point in his career. I think it would have done more for Swagger to cash in on Edge and win than mm-hmm. to cash in on Jericho and win. Yeah. That's the only reason why I say well, Edge and another won. and another one was that Swagger he cashed in on a SmackDown. Yeah, and it was taped. two nights later, and it was taped, so they spoiled it on their own website. They did, but it was only two <laughs> nights later. That's why I think Edge winning, him coming out to celebrate, Jericho giving him a code breaker, and Swagger cashing in is better for a heel Swagger yeah. than him cashing in on a spear Jericho, which is what happened. Yeah. That's the only that's the only thing I think Edge should have why I think Edge should have won. But uh my number nine is WrestleMania twenty two. 
The Boogeyman having a WrestleMania match, period. <laughs> no. Not a fan. Ric Flair being in Money in the Bank. Yeah. No. Don't want that. And I felt the triple threat. You mentioned how you thought it should have been the main event. It felt rushed. It, it felt did. rushed. It felt like they got towards the end of the card, and they're like, we are running short on time. What yeah. match can we cut a little bit? And it ended up being the triple threat. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you could have made it the main event. However, I love Cena Triple H. Not because I'm a Cena fan, because I'm not a huge Cena fan, but the ending of Triple H tapping out to John Cena and tapping out made Cena feel like a huge star. Cena needed this because mm-hmm. at 21, he beat JBL. Yeah, He needed a, a match to really kind of put himself over. Foley Edge obviously is a great hardcore brawl. Same with Vincent and Sean, a match that some people would say... I wouldn't say dream match, but it's one that people probably wanted to see for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you give Trish and Mickey enough credit. Yeah, I think that that is the greatest was... women's WrestleMania match until modern, until that 30, triple threat, thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. greatest WrestleMania women's match, and I'd still say even today it's probably still a top three, top five. Yeah, women's it was match. Fantastic. It was a great match at a time when WWE wasn't doing great matches mm-hmm. and the storyline build up to it was yep, just it was as important and as good mm-hmm. as the match itself. Yep. I agree. Uh, WrestleMania 10 comes in uh, the next point in my list. This, the, the, the main stuff of Owen and Brett, you already talked about one of the best, if not the best opening match in wrestlemania history you had brett going over yoko and brett winning the title you had uh razor and sean kind of setting the bar for the ladder match at that point in time and all those three things outweigh the bad of bam bam versus doink and that savage and crush the rules stuff that was stupid uh, Launcher Blaze, that match wasn't good. The Men on a Mission, it was all right. You know, it wasn't the best tag team match in the world, but they won by count out. And they could have won the titles there. And so if you're going to make Men on a Mission win, put them over. Win mm-hmm. the match. Win the titles. And Adam Bomb supposedly being a this great yep. Thing, the new big thing, him losing the earthquake, not good. But I think those three of Owen and Brett, Brett winning the title and the ladder match outweigh all the bad on the stuff. And nostalgic for me because I saw the build to this match. My uh, parents taped the Rawls and the march to WrestleMania and the build up to this. So this is kind of, I watched the build up a lot as a little kid. So. Mm-hmm. My thing, and something you mentioned earlier um, when talking about WrestleMania, I believe it was 29, is I felt Brett winning the title was too predictable. Uh, mm-hmm. You knew it was going to happen. Yeah. It just it didn't feel... It's redemption for last year, the previous year of losing to Yoko in the main. No, it felt more like a, we're sorry, Brett, because we shouldn't have let Hogan do what Hogan did. Yeah. Here you go. And if that's what it felt like to me. Everybody's celebrating in the ring with uh, Brett and then mm-hmm. Owen watching from the little entrance way. And so that was a nice touch there at the very yes, end. Yes, it was. Yes. The celebrity involvement was, wasn't good, but no. I guess uh, I, 
Howard Finkel with the hair club for men. <laughs> I saw that on Raw. Awful. That was that, that was good. My number eight WrestleMania is one you've already mentioned way down on your list, I believe. WrestleMania twenty eight. WrestleMania twenty eight. Uh, the low lights. Show versus Cody was not good. No. Orton versus Kane wasn't good. And Brian versus Sheamus being what it was was not good. However, the goods from this WrestleMania, Undertaker versus Triple H, again, the hell in the cell with Sean as the referee. It was the first time you legitimately thought, this is it. The streak is over. Mm-hmm. It gets to me, it gets a little tainted with them calling it the end of an era because yeah. it wasn't. Right. But it was the last time all three of these guys were in the ring together at the same time. So mm-hmm. I kind of understand that. Roxino was good for what it was. It was yep. better than their 29 match because 29 just felt like finishers of the match, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yep. Um, and even though he lost, this is the birth of yes and Daniel Bryan being Daniel Bryan and getting as over as he did. It that's happened true. because of what happened at WrestleMania, that's and true. the crowd hijacked the show the next night with mm-hmm, the yes did. chant. So I think you have to have it at least a little bit towards the beginning because of what it launched and what it branched off. Yep. That, Plus it, that's true. It gave us people power. Oh, we can't forget that. And the scooter, the fucking scooter. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, my next one on the list, just missing out on my top five was, I liked it way better than you did. WrestleMania 20 here. I thought Eddie versus angle was great. The triple threat was Looking back on it, obviously with Benoit winning, it's uh, tainted now. Mm-hmm. And the moment of him and Eddie at the very end was, was a cool moment. I, I'm i a big Undertaker mark, so I liked the return of the dead man and bringing back Paul Bear and whatnot. The return of the dead man was awesome for me. Uh, Evolution versus the Rock and Sock Connection, that one was, was good for me. Uh, the bad was obviously Goldberg and Brock Lesnar and the crowd hijacking the show. The The women's matches weren't very good. And also another highlight that I forgot to mention was Cena winning a title mm-hmm. and opening the show and being Big Show for yep. the U.S. title. So that, that was kind of launched Cena into that atmosphere, the championship atmosphere. So I think the, the good outweighed the bad here. And it all began again. Oh, it did. It did begin again. I am. <laughs> I am not as big of a fan of that Evolution Rock and Sock match as you are. Um, I just did not like it at all because I the stage was cool. Oh yeah, the, the, oh, the video yeah. board. 100%. And then when Kane come out, the whole Everything city on being fire. on fire. That was awesome. Yep. My next WrestleMania. Let's see. I'm on number seven. My number seven is one you had way down at the bottom. That's WrestleMania 35. WrestleMania 35. Yes, it was long. Yes, get used to it. That's what WrestleManias in the current day are. They're long because WWE has its own network. But now we're doing two nights. Well, now we're doing two nights, so it's okay. 35, Seth versus Brock was not good. Opening the pay-per-view. Opening the pay-per-view, but at least you got the crap out of the way first. Just so Brock could go home early. That's fine. Send him home. It's okay. It's all good. Uh, Corbin versus Angle wasn't good. Uh, Angle should have had a better opponent for his retirement match. The Iconics winning the women's tag titles was weird at the time, and in hindsight, even more so just two years later. But the good on this show, I think, is good. The build-up to the triple threat women's match 
was awesome with them getting arrested and breaking out of the police cars. Was it convoluted? Yes. Did it need to happen? No. But it was cool when it happened. And Becky winning by pinning Ronda Rousey, which no one had pinned her at that point in time. No one had beaten her at that point in time. It felt big. Kofi winning the belt from Daniel Bryan felt huge. Huge. It was was a moment. And a moment that we as fans have been clamoring for but never thought we were going to see again. And that's John Cena coming back as Thugonomics. The doctor came back for a night, wrapped, and threw it down with Elias. And it was something you never thought you were going to see. And it happened. And he was a little racy at a time when WWE isn't racy. That's true. I almost forgot that he they oh, came yeah. back. I knew he was involved in that show somehow, but I was like, what did Cena this do? This is also the first WrestleMania since 2000 without The Undertaker on it. That's true. They didn't have him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope, but <sighs> I just hate it so much. I'm sorry. And, and, and another thing that makes me mad about it was the Rollins. It could have His title reign could have been so much better. Yeah. Because he could have been, I'm the working man's champion. I'll oh, yeah. defend this anytime, anywhere. Because Brock hasn't been on the show. He's never on the shows. But I'm here busting my ass every single week. I'm going to outwork everybody. And it just, his title reign was disappointing after that. Just a couple more things I want to point out about this WrestleMania. I thought the Shane and Miz match and the story going into that was very good as well. Where they had teamed up and then Shane turned on Miz Uh, attacked his dad, stuff like that. Very good. Um, And the pre-show with Hawkins and Ryder winning the tag titles from the Revival in New York. Good story. No. Good story. No. Ending the losing streak. It was good. The Revival basically losing to two jobbers. No. Oh. So hurtful is Travis. It's a story. You tear people down, you build them back up. Yeah, they really built the Revival back up. Well... And those costumes that they were going to wear, that was their redemption story. But I'm a big revival mark. So. You are. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, my number five, cracking the number five. Unfortunately, I couldn't put it very much higher. This was a two-match show, but the two matches were awesome. It's WrestleMania three, the the biggest 93,000 fans in the Silver Dome, the, the setting of that show. Uh, the Hogan versus Giant Andre was awesome. It wasn't a technical masterpiece. You knew that going in. But uh, Hogan slamming Andre, one of the greatest moments in WrestleMania history. One of the greatest WrestleMania matches in history, Savage versus Steamboat. It was great. And not a lot of other things happened on the show, really. You got Harley Race at mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That was that was good, but he was doing his King Harley stupid yeah, shit good. with yeah. a junkyard dog. Yep. <laughs> I, and you had the Little People match, yep. which was basically just for Bundy to squash one of them. Yeah. I actually have that, that WrestleMania next on my list that comes in at number six for me. Um, exactly what you said. Uh, Vince starting the show yep. will always Aretha have a Franklin. Yeah, and welcome to WrestleMania three. And yep. that always has a, a spot. But um, the negativity, like you talked about, uh, the the Piper retirement match, which he didn't retire in, the mm-hmm. debut of the Barber, which we can all say we're worse <laughs> for that, um, and then just lots of fill on this card. So uh, for the historical significance, I think it's got to be in the top ten. 
But as far as actual match quality, even Savage Steamboat, if you go back and watch it now, it's not as good. And I know that's because we're the fans we are now and what we're expected to see. Um, it just lacks energy for me. But mm. uh, at the time, I can see people saying why it was the greatest WrestleMania match and why people still high, hold this WrestleMania in high regard if you grew up in that time frame. Mm-hmm. And what made the, the Hogan-Andre match impactful was not only the, the buildup, but Andre coming down on those little rings. Yep. That was awesome. Yep. I mean, never see that again. The debut of the little rings. Yes, that, that was awesome. And then the only person on the show not to do ride down in one of those was Hogan and Hogan coming down and with mm-hmm. the music blaring in the silver dome and just him just waving his finger around yep. that that's peak Hogan for me right there. And you know, what's significant about Andre in that little cart, don't you? What's that? So we rode down on it at WrestleMania three with Bobby Heenan mm-hmm. at WrestleMania six. He left in one without Heenan. Yep. So it, it was the, the culmination of three years I guess we did to get the little carts yep. out of that mania yep. too. We got it at six two, and and then that one Warrior and Savage neither or Warrior and Hogan I mean, neither one of yep. them walked down. Which by the way, I don't know if it is now because I haven't watched it in a while. But if you listen to or if you watch WrestleMania six, going back to that, when Dusty comes out, he does not come out to Common Man. He comes out to like a version of European Wheel of Fortune music. Really? Like it's not common man. I don't know why. I don't know if it's fixed now, but I know for a while it was not common man. It was like dun 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 But yeah, they're they're doing the common man dance. It's very weird. Gosh. So yeah, your turn, because I had WrestleMania three at number six as well. Oh. Okay. Uh I hold this one in a little bit higher regard because I'm looking back on it and I was like, man, this was really good. WrestleMania 21 for me uh, comes in at number four. I like this from uh, top to bottom, really, minus the Trish and Christie verse and uh, the sumo match. But everything else I liked and I enjoyed the heck out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the streak was going to end at some point, this was where to do it, to put over Randy Orton, huge. The Money in the Bank, it was the first one, and Edge winning and him catapulting that to the rated R superstar and made him into the Hall of Famer he is today. Ray and Eddie, the opener was great, and launching Cena and Batista, like you said, a new era mm-hmm. of the stars and that was the, the birth of, of those two. And Angle versus Sean, I really liked as well. So I like this from, from top to bottom. I, and the trailers, the movie oh, trailers yeah. Yeah. were awesome. WrestleMania 21, it went Hollywood. Yep. And I hope we get that again. We the trailers won't. again. We won't. We probably won't. We won't. They don't do anything fun anymore. But, man, I love this show. My number five is WrestleMania 23. Um, I didn't like Kali and Kane. You can throw that in the trash. You can throw the women's match in the trash as well. Uh, I also didn't like Edge and Orton being in the Money in the Bank match. I felt that they deserved better. Yeah. I don't know where I would have put them instead. Yeah. But I-, I liked the Money in the Bank match itself because at the time, you thought they were going with Kennedy. You thought yep. that that was the future. It felt big. It felt huge. Mm-hmm. And the match itself was just a great match, I thought. Uh, with the eight guys who were in there, it was a mix of different styles and different people you didn't see. I liked the um, originals of ECW getting a Mania moment. Was it a great match? No. 
but getting just a moment for ECW. I would have felt bad if it was ECW on a WrestleMania card and it was Bobby Lashley in a title match. Like that's that that's, that's not, not ECW. ECW. So to have Dreamer and Sandman and RVD and Sabu get a moment at Mania felt big to me as an ECW fan growing up. Um, I like the Battle of the Billionaires. The match wasn't great, no, but the story going into it and just the involvement of Donald Trump, someone who I always thought was kind of more uppity because I, I, I knew they were at Trump Plaza, but I didn't know that Trump was a big wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. So for him to be involved felt big to me. And then the two main events of Batista, Undertaker, great yep. match. This is before... Undertaker was having great WrestleMania matches. This is the first mm-hmm. um, because 22, we didn't have a good match with Mark Henry. 21 with Orton, but I think everyone thought that was Orton Yeah, more so because 20, Kane wasn't great. 19 wasn't great. 18 with Flair. Again, you could point that on Flair, and I think it was at this point we finally started realizing Undertaker's good. Yeah. And he's, he's kind of building a legacy. And then Cena HBK, I think, is one of the most underrated main events in WrestleMania history. Yeah. No one really talks good. about it. No one puts it in the same light. And I know it's because mm-hmm. that wasn't the intended match. It was supposed to be Cena and Triple H again. But Triple H tore his quad with the re- reuniting of DX, yeah. and they had to make you know shift plans, and, and that was the plans they went with. But again, Sean showing why he is Mr. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He showed up big in a big-time match, and it, it felt big. And again, John Cena getting beating DX in back-to-back years via submission mm-hmm. tap-outs. I guess it's true. Helps his credibility yeah. so much. I guess that's true. And I don't know. I was thinking that it was around this time. I don't know if it was before or after. It was probably after that Cena and Sean had that great Raw match. Yeah, it that was almost after. went like 60 minutes. Yep, over in England. Yeah, yeah that yep. was one of the best Raw matches. Yep, absolutely. So. so it was showing that Cena can wrestle. And this was a time when you know the audience was turning on him. And he's trying to show, hey, look, I'm a great wrestler, too. Mm-hmm. And I thought he, I, again, I'm not a Cena fan, but yeah, I thought he did a pretty good. good job. It was good. Yep. Uh, my number three here, and this is just my rose-colored glasses here, ranking this so high, was WrestleMania 14. Uh, the Stone Cold era, the Austin era has begun. I personally enjoyed the Cactus Jack, and I wish Chainsaw Charlie would have been just straight up Terry Funk, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed the dumpster match. Uh, I didn't like the stipulation with the European title with Triple H and Owen with China being handcuffed to uh, Sergeant Slaughter. And I really enjoyed the mixed tag match with Mark Merrill and Sable with uh, Goldust and Luna Vachon. I wish the Goldust didn't dress so ridiculous, uh-huh. but but I enjoyed that one. And I, the Undertaker mark that I am, Undertaker Kane, I thought was really good for what it was. And it taking three tombstones to beat Kane and Undertaker coming back and the build up to that match mm-hmm. was one of the best I think one of the best storylines of all oh, time yeah. with Undertaker and Kane yep. and Undertaker's entrance and Kane uh tombstoning Pete Rose and starting that three years in a row or four years in a row, three, whatever the hell yeah. it was. And, of course, uh, Stone Cold beating Sean with the elevation of Mike Tyson in there as well. Mm-hmm. A rose-colored glasses for sure, but I-, I like this mania, and I could watch this over and over and wouldn't be tired of it. All right. I'm now going to do two in a row so we can get caught up. So uh-huh. we're on the same one. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. did three. Yeah. 
So I'm going to do my four and three. So my four is WrestleMania 24. Um, I didn't like Snoop Dogg's involvement. I didn't think the I WWE forgot about it. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I didn't think the WWE Triple Threat title match was that great um, because no. it felt forced. Yeah. Because Cena won the Rumble, came back, won the Rumble, and then cashed in or used it at Elimination right. Chamber or No Way Out the month before. Yep. And it was just weird. Mm-hmm. Kane Chavo, as you said, was not great. I liked the Belfast Brawl. It was just a great brawl to get the crowd kind of warmed up um, and kind of put a bow on the Hornswoggle storyline and end that and get it finished. I liked the Money in the Bank match from 24. Punk winning, I think, was the right choice. There were some nice moments in that, such as when Morrison did a moonsault while holding a ladder. We hadn't seen that that before. The return of Matt Hardy to cost MVP was big. Um, Jericho and his first Mania match back in a, a little while was big as well. Um, and then HBK Flair, yes, you knew Flair was going to lose, but that didn't stop the drama mm-hmm. and the emotion that both of those performers gave right. out with. I will never forget. I love you, Super Kick. Yep, that's it's the the mo- one of the most iconic moments. And Edge Undertaker was a great, great main event. Um, in Undertaker streak, it it stinks that they had to renege it and. It, you know, I, they changed it the night after on on SmackDown and said, "Well, he used the the Google Plata and it it doesn't it's banned and whatever." Like that was dumb. But other than that, I thought it was a really good WrestleMania. So that's my number four. I completely forgot that they reversed that decision. Yeah, that's yeah. How good yeah. good the match was, yep. and of course Charles Robinson running down oh, yeah. the ramp to slide well, in. And you also forget that a bunch <laughs> of fans got injured on the pyro oh, right. after the WrestleMania. So yep, that's true. But, and when you're talking about that Sean Flair match, I was getting goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just because it's cold in here or if it's <laughs> because of that. But the emotion was, yep. was there for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry, I love you was an iconic moment. Oh for yeah, sure. yeah. My, although I will say this, I much rather would have had Flair versus Orton for the title Hmm. for his, you know, if he loses, he's retired, Right. but if he wins, he's the champ. Like, I thought that would have been a great story. One more time. One more time. He does it and then he can retire on Raw the next night, but he beats the young Randy Orton who is still going by the legend killer. Mm Mm-hmm. I just thought that would have been a perfect bookend on my career, but that's me fantasy booking. My number three is, I think, the forgotten WrestleMania that no one talks about, and that's WrestleMania 19. Um, As far as bad stuff on the show, I don't even know if it's on the network anymore that you can see it, but there was a segment with the Miller Lite girls having a pillow fight with Stacy and Tori. That's not good. Coach getting involved. Um The Undertaker handicap match was not good. Um, just for streak longevity, that that will always be a match on the streak. Um, it's kind of like the Giant Gonzalez match. You didn't know it was a streak at the time, but looking right. back, it's not good. Um, and then the fact that John Cena was not on this card when he was meant to be. He was meant to have a rap battle with Jay-Z, which again would have put him so over the top. Oh, sure. Um, and instead he came out before the show on the pre-show and did a little rap into cardboard cutouts. Was he, not, hurt? was he hurt? No, they just didn't have a, a match for him. Really? Yep. I thought he was hurt at the time. Um, also, Booker T not winning the world title. It, to me, it's not a thing of... 
it is probably a thing of WCW can't beat WWE. But if Triple H doesn't in a promo say people like you can't be world champion, then I don't think this match gets as much of the hate it gets. Because that is implied because at the time there hadn't been a black WWE champion. Mm-hmm. And so Triple H can say it's, oh, no, I meant WCW. Oh, no, I meant people who have been in jail. It, no. Yeah, like, no. We know what you meant. We know what you meant, and then you still win. Yeah. And it's the way Triple H won. He hit the pedigree. They both laid there forever, and <laughs> yeah. then he crawls on top of Booker and pins him. It makes Booker look like a total chump. Yep. So, yes, that is not good. However, good stuff on this show. HBK versus Jericho. Great. Mm-hmm. Brock Angle. Really good, even though Brock almost killed himself. I really like the Hogan-Vince. Not even for... There's one moment in the match I liked, and that is Vince coming up over the apron with the pipe, and he's got the bloody face, and the camera zoomed in on him. And it's a cinematic moment, because he's got this wicked smile on his face. It is such a perfect shot. Um, The final time Rock and Austin face off, you knew it was probably going to be Austin's last one. Yeah. So I think going into that, but then there's, there's stuff on here that a lot of people don't talk about. I thought the Ray Matt Hardy match was great for the cruiserweight title and bad. the SmackDown triple threat tag team title match with yeah. Benoit and Rhino versus Los Guerreros versus team angle was a great match. Yeah. I don't hold that as high regard as you do, but you know. To each his own, right? To each your own, yeah, for All sure. Right. We're down and, to our and I two. thought the the commentary with with Jr. and King during the Booker T. Yeah, Triple H, King. No, there were some funny moments with, with uh, when Flair got in the apron at one point, and him and Jr. Their interaction was funny. Also, so. I thought Trish Victoria Jazz for the women's title. That's the best women's title match you could have put on at that point in time with mm-hmm. three actual wrestlers. That uh, I mean, if yep. you wanted to sub in Lita, maybe for Jazz, but Lita was injured at the time. Right. Other than that, I think that was a very good uh, attempt there at a women's match. Mm-hmm. All right, final two, Travis. All right. I think we both have the final same two left. <laughs> you do. But, but now, which order? What are order they do in? we have them in? <laughs> I hope it's uh, I hope it's reverse here because that would <laughs> make for a better show. But my number two here is hold in high regard, but it's WrestleMania 17. I have it at at number two here. The only reason I didn't put it at number one was because Stone Cold turns heel and the way that he beat The Rock, he didn't win by the stunner. He won it with a bunch of freaking chair shots and winning the way he did and turning heel, shaking hands with Vince at the end. That's not how it should have been done. But with Taker Triple H match, that was a sleeper good match there. The TLC match obviously is talked about for sure. Match that I think one of Mr. McMahon's best matches is with Shane. That story was good and with Linda being... Uh, in the wheelchair and whatnot, and Mick Foley was the special guest referee. I enjoyed it throughout the night, the hardcore stuff, and even the triple threat with Kane, Raven, and Big Show wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But I give, the reason it's not number one for me was that Stone Cold moment. Mm. And why does my moments that, that would have been one of my favorite matches of all time, if not for the ending. Just the same way with, one of my favorite matches of all time would have been Sting and Hogan at Starcade. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But the way that it went down, the way it ended, it can't be. Hmm. And that pisses me off to no end. My number two is WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. My number two is WrestleMania 30. Uh, the Shield having a squash match, uh, I felt was unnecessary. I know you had to get them on the card, but you could have got them on the card against someone else. Figured out yeah. something besides the New Age Outlaws and Kane. Yeah. Super Cena. If there was ever one Cena should have lost, it should have been this one to Bray Wyatt to really put him yep. over. Lesnar ending the streak. I thought someone else should have ended it. Myself, um, as opposed to Lesnar. But the story of Daniel Bryan, the Bryan Triple H match is awesome. Mm-hmm. And the the Cesaro push at the time being the inaugural winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I am right. I have a soft spot for Cesaro. And it made me think they were actually going to go and do something with him. It ended up not being anything, but that night it yep. felt like it. And it felt like this was a new beginning for WWE with Daniel Bryan and the yes movement and everything like that. And the monster video leading into that match. And it was all just, it was all good. Why it's not number one is, and again, it's hindsight. It's where they went. It's right. where they went afterwards. Mm-hmm. You have Daniel Bryan go up against Kane, and then two months later, he has to give the belt up, Yep, and it's all done. Mm-hmm. And then you have Triple H and Evolution get back together to feud with the Shield, and they put over the Shield on two straight pay-per-views, and then the Shield gets broken up. up. And everything that we liked about this show within two months is totally erased. Bray Wyatt got his win back against Cena, yes, because a little kid sang a song at a cage match. Right. That's the only reason Bray won. And then Cena ended up winning the feud in the end and ended up being the champion by the time we got to SummerSlam. And Lesnar ended the streak and then went away and then came back and destroyed Cena, which was great at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. But everything to me that was good on this show within two months is gone. Yeah. Yeah, the the whole Daniel Bryan stuff and where it went for for sure i that i don't know why that happens like it was way back in the list or in your list but in mine was wrestlemania it was just the wrestlemania we talked about a couple manias ago was wrestlemania 14 of Mm -hmm. austin winning the title this big huge moment Mm -hmm. but where did they go afterwards his first feud was dude love well, Mick, it wasn't even Mick Foley. It was Dude Love, the corporate Let's Mick Foley. go a little bit sooner than that in exact parallels. WrestleMania 20. Benoit, no one thought was gonna, yeah. Benoit was going to win the belt. He won the belt. He was the fan's choice in the main yep. event triple threat. And yep. who's he feuding with? Yep. Kane. Mm-hmm. He feuds with Kane afterwards. It's, it's the exact same. Ten yep. years later, we're doing the exact same copy-paste. Yep. yep. Kane, the feud after you win the title, and if you, you feud with, with Kane, Kane after you win the title, your your title reign is nothing. <laughs> it's instant death, instant disappointment. <laughs> so yes, my my number one here is WrestleMania 30 because this I felt good about this. This is the last time I really felt good about wrestling. It ended with Daniel Bryan, someone that I wanted to win and win the title and the crowd reaction was, was awesome and Cesaro winning the Andre Battle Royal and at that time it was the very first one yep. so yep. this was legit yep. like this was supposed to be a big deal and it was then Cesaro picking up Big Show and the crowd reaction made it uh, looking back on it now 
yes, maybe someone should have ended the streak. I'm a big proponent of it should have been a younger guy Mm -hmm. to do it. But, hey, it happened, and Undertaker got concussed in the match, so maybe that had something to do with it. They don't say that, but... uh, I still will go to my grave that he was not supposed to lose. That's me. That He got concussed. They had to call it on the fly. Yeah. That's maybe I, I I know it's not right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But looking back on it now, it was one of the one of, if not the most shocking moment in WrestleMania history with just the crowd reactions. Now, what that followed is now WWE has this obsession with trying to find faces in the audience and people trying to make those faces mm-hmm. to get on television and for the camera to find them. The shock to WrestleMania guy yep. and all that. It was one of the best moments. And so one negative Bray Wyatt, we've already talked about, he should have beat Cena because, in my opinion, that that killed Bray Wyatt. Everything, he didn't end up winning the feud. Cena won the feud, and that destroyed Bray Wyatt's credibility. And all the promos, he everything after that, he said the same bullshit, and you knew he was just going to lose feuds in the end, and he lost this one. And so why do I even care about him? Why should I even listen to his promos? Mm-hmm. Because they don't mean shit because he's going to lose in the end. Yep. So what does it even matter? Yep. What does it even matter? I agree. And the Shield squash. Yep. They should have been, well, the New Age Outlaws shouldn't have been the champions nope. anyways. No. <laughs> they weren't the champions I at know. that point in time. I know at that point, yeah, but they they had, they had it. Beat it, point. Beat the Rhodes family for yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Stupid. My number one is WrestleMania 17. Um, yes, there are negatives on this WrestleMania. The gimmick battle royal is not great. Taz and the APA. Talk about that. Yeah. Taz and the APA versus right to censor is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, the Austin turn at the end leaves people with a sour taste in their mouth. Um, but I will explain that because I... The other thing I didn't like about this is that there was no invasion involvement in that Vince Shane match. Yeah. The, the, there should have been some WCW guys come down and interfere on Shane's behalf. Yeah, what do you mean? They showed him sitting in a skybox. I know, but they should have interfered. Um, with that being said, Vince and Shane, awesome like you said. The Benoit angle match, very good. I really like the triple threat hardcore match where Raven almost killed power to the entire building on the golf carts. (laughs) Yes. That was good. Yes. TLC2, obviously great. Uh, Undertaker, Triple H, even though WWE will tell you it it didn't happen at this WrestleMania, it did. And it was a very good match. (laughs) Um, The only American badass Undertaker match that I think I actually enjoyed. And the only Mm. one, fun fact, that he won with the last ride. Mm. Fun fact for you. As American mm. Badass. Yeah. Mm. And Austin Rock, it was what it needed to be. It was great. And I know you said you didn't like Austin winning with the stunner. Not winning with the stunner. But it showed, and the promos leading up to it. First of all, the My Way video. Oh, yeah. Classic. Best one ever. Best one ever. I say My Way, Monster, and 26, Sean, and Taker oh, that are one all right there. They're all right there. But the whole buildup was Austin's desperate to win the title back. He had just come back from his next surgery, from not knowing if he'd ever wrestle again, and now he is desperate to have that belt back. Mm -hmm. So him winning by aligning with Vince and using the chair aggressively as he did and not caring about the Rock and just swinging him and just swinging him, 
to me, it fit the story perfect of this is how desperate he is. The thing that killed the Austin heel turn, there's two things that ruined the, the heel turn. And they, they both happened the very next night on Raw. And that is Austin beat The Rock in a cage match and The Rock went away to film a movie. And Triple H aligning with Austin. Yep, the two-man power trip. If Triple H comes out and saves The Rock on Monday night and he's the face, Mm -hmm. the Austin heel turn does not look nearly as bad. Right. Because Austin has someone to feud with. Mm -hmm. Instead, what they had to do is they had to go brother destruction route, and then Triple H gets injured whenever they have the tag match with Benoit and Jericho, and then by that point we're in invasion time frame. So to me, if the Aust- the Austin turn makes sense, if those other things don't happen, if the Rock stays around and you're building to Rock Austin again at Backlash mm-hmm. with Austin as the heel, I don't think we look back on Austin's heel turn as badly. Yeah. Do I think that the business was going to go downhill after WrestleMania 17, anyways? Yes. Probably. This was the peak of wrestling. It will never get back there. Yeah. But I think a lot of that has to do with whenever WCW went out of business, so many people said, oh, well, now they're going to watch WWE. No, they're just going to go away. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not going to move over. Yeah. Regardless of what you did, you could have had Hogan and Goldberg and Sting show up the next night on Raw and lay out Austin, Undertaker, and Kane. And people were not going to change the channel because it just wasn't what they wanted. Right. They wanted WCW. They mm-hmm. didn't want. WWE, WCW. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. With that being said, that is our rankings of WrestleMania. Yeah, and the the build up, of course, the the package we've already talked about, the sit down interview with Jr. Yeah. and that was awesome. And you know, Stone Cold being desperate. Like I'm trying to find the exact quote about him being so desperate that The Rock. I uh, need just, it, Rock. I need yeah. it more than you'll ever know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and the the thing about how Deborah got involved and was the Rock's manager, and then Deborah got hit, and Rock saying I didn't want Deborah to be my manager, and Austin's yeah. like, forget Deborah, she's out of here. I need to beat you. I don't. Mm-hmm. And it, it showed you that he was desperate, like in his mind. And I wish they would have played on this more after the fact. But again, if the Rock's leaving, you can't. And that is, he left as the number one star in the company. When he's back, he doesn't know if he's the number one star anymore. Mm-hmm. That's The Rock's position now. Because yeah. The Rock was more mainstream. Rock was in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And they. I wish they would have played off that more. Mm-hmm. Of not only do I need to beat you, but in my mind, I'm still the number one guy. Yeah. And I think that would have made the heel turn work so much better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was not to be. Was there we go. All the WrestleManias ranked from top to bottom. All right, I like I like that we had the the same two, the same two, yes. uh, different order in I different like orders, and we had variants throughout. So it, yep. it was nice. We both agreed that nine's the worst. So if you are looking for a way to punish yourself, go watch WrestleMania nine and tell us how wrong we are, or maybe agree with us. Man, whatever. I still, I guess I could watch it on Peacock, but I was gonna say yep. now as a kid, I had that box set of uh-huh. one through thirteen. Yep. And I wore all those tapes out, except for WrestleMania 12, because 
My VCR, if you're back in the olden days, sometimes VCRs eat your tapes. Uh-huh. And that's what it did for us, man. Twelve. Oh. So that that's why the Iron Man match holds a little bit of a lore because my VCR ate my tape, and for the longest time, I didn't get to see it. Oh, poor Travis! <laughs> that was one of the first things I watched on the network or on YouTube when I <laughs> discovered the internet was that mania. Well, ma- so make sure you email us to fansreview at gmail.com. Send us your list. What do you think is the best and worst WrestleManias? You don't have to do all of them, but. Uh, you know, give us your opinions. What you think? Were we wrong? Were we right? How do you feel? And where will this year's WrestleMania rank? <sighs> towards the top, towards the bottom. We got fans back in the stands. That should be that should be cool. In uh, a two night affair. Yep. I I hope if this is I know. In in the modern era, we've gotten so accustomed to really since WrestleMania twenty three and on. It's mm-hmm. been at a football stadium or yep. a baseball stadium. Yep. And so that's what we've got accustomed to. But I don't know when we go back to full capacity if we can do a two-nighter in a stadium I and sell can. out the place both nights in a row. Mm-hmm. So that's what worries me. But I hope that we do continue with this two-night stuff because it breaks up the pay-per-view a little bit and we don't have to sit through a seven or eight hour mania again. We will never see another WrestleMania not at a stadium. Oh yeah, I agree. Never yeah. again. Yeah. Um so immediately you throw out cities that could host WrestleMania that have hosted WrestleMania's in the past. Like Chicago, Chicago never for see sure. one again. They'll never gonna see another WrestleMania. Um but I because I don't think Vince likes these small venues for WrestleMania. Well, yeah, you've seen what it could be, mm-hmm. and you don't want to go back to a smaller scale like that. I think you can get those fans in there for two nights. However, what I don't think you can do is what they're doing this year. If if we were to do full scale again, and that is you have your Hall of Fame Tuesday, you have two nights of NXT, you have a SmackDown, you have two nights of Mania, you have another night of Raw, and then you have another night of NXT. People aren't going to come for all eight shows. They just can't afford it. a lot, yeah, for sure. And so you're going to have attendance drop-offs at those Mm -hmm. other ones. Yeah. So I think if you do want to do that, I I don't know. Then at the same time, do they get rid of that second night or the first night and they just put an NXT there? I don't know. I, I think maybe going going forward, you should have one night of NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, that's you're gonna have to compromise and cut some some matches out. Yep, and that that stinks. But Thursdays wasn't on USA Network, was it? No, it was just on Peacock. So there you go. You just have it on, on Peacock from then on out. But still, you have the fans. I'm saying when fans yeah, right, comes right. back, yeah. is a fan going to pay for eight nights of WWE shows? No. Especially considering that when you think fans coming back, all the indie shows and all the yeah. other shows that are going on in in, in and around right. WrestleMania, are people going to want to pay for eight WWE shows to watch live? Right. In, a, in a row? In a row. I don't think so. Yeah, res- wrestling overload at I mean, that that's point. too much. By that eighth night, and, seventh or eighth night, uh, I'm tired of wrestling. And if it was good quality, yep. then maybe. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. But it's not right now. The way now. it is tonight. It's yeah. not right now. I mean, For sure. So there you go. Now, 
That does it for our WrestleMania ranking show. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, like we said at the top of the show a whole two hours ago, that we're not going away. We are going to be releasing more podcasts. We're going to be branching outside of WWE. We will still do some WWE stuff occasionally. But, Travis, Mm -hmm. do you want to know what we're doing next? Where are we going next? Next, we are going to have something fun, I think. Okay. We are going to go... All in. All in. Really? All in. The independent wrestling show that launched AEW. Mm-hmm. We're going to review all in. Mm-hmm. From just a couple years ago that started a revolution in wrestling. I really did, yeah. And I'm going to I'm working on some stuff behind the scenes for it. And if I can get it to come together, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So get okay. ready for that. All right. All right. I'm looking I'm looking forward to what what you got in store. And so, uh, like a lot of podcasts are of the wrestling world, uh, switching over to Peacock with the the network going away, a lot of people are 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 reshifting their focus. So, we will be doing a lot more recent recent stuff and maybe that's not what this podcast was intended for, Mm-mm. but we are evolving like the business and we we're, we're going to adapt to it the way we can and i think that this is the the best way to go is taking a look at some modern stuff but also venturing out to the other promotions mm-hmm. as well i think this is the the best way way to go since uh wwe has shifted to yep. peacock yep uh some like i said we're, we're looking at possibly doing some ring of honor stuff maybe some new japan some tna um some early 90s wwe Possibly, I know one of the shows that is up on Peacock right now is the Invasion pay-per-view. We may review that one coming up. Um, we're trying to stay out of basically from 96 to, you know, WrestleMania 17, basically. Mm-hmm. Trying to avoid any of those shows. But anything outside of that is fair game. So yeah. we'll see what we can find on, on the, uh, the Peacock network uh, as they start uploading shows. I'm hopeful that by, like we said, by SummerSlam, they say they're going to have stuff up. We're hopeful that they will have stuff up by then and we can go back to reviewing the show as it was intended. We still have all of the information. Our next show, when we do get to do that, will be Starcade 95 as well as the first Raws and Nitros of the new year. So uh, the Raw Bowl, we, we oh, got to find out what happens with the Raw Bowl. Yes. We got to find out if New Japan's going to take over WCW <laughs> and right. win Starcade. So Lord. we we got a lot yes, of stuff. We got to find out. We got to find out. We got to find out who's going to win that World Cup. <laughs> Who's going to win the triangle match and wrestle Randy Savage again? Um, so it's it's that's all stuff we still want to do. Unfortunately, that Starcade is not on the Peacock Network. You can't go right watch now, it right now. So we have to make plans and, and we have to arrange some things around. And maybe we will find another kind of list like this that we did a ranking. Maybe we'll do another episode or two of that along the way. Like I said, we're gonna at least for the next couple of months cut back to possibly just two episodes a month um but other than that we're still going full speed ahead and we thank you for joining us on this journey that we are going to continue whether wwe wants us to continue or not exactly. we will we will keep continuing <laughs> down this road travis do you have any parting words for us here on this episode? Next time, we won't list the 36 or 37 things. It'll be a little bit a shorter list, hopefully. Yep. But thanks for sticking us out, and uh, thanks for, for sticking with us. And we're back, and like Eric said, we're going full speed ahead. WWE be damned. And uh, join us next time as we take 
and we go, we put our chips all on the table when we go all in. We go all in, come all in. The with Super us. Bowl of independent wrestling. Yes. Basically. The, or the All Star game, you could say. The show that changed the history of wrestling. Possibly. 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 I mean, it, it made a big impact. Yeah, it, it's launched a company, so. Yes. So, there you go. That is upcoming on our next episode. Until then, stay safe, have fun, we'll talk to you later.